Hi, everyone. Hello. I am Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we're, we're going to do, do Daredevil. Daredevil. We're back to the regular series. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to open this. I got given a, uh, a nice bar of chocolate for um, Father's Day recently, which is going to date when we did this. So, um, <laughs> And I just wanted to see if you'd like a piece of chocolate. I would. In fact, since you're giving me something, I actually have something for you too, James. You do? I do, yeah. And we could say it's for Father's Day <laughs> if you want. You're not my dad, but you are a father, so you should be uh, celebrated. Mm. But I picked this up, and it's relevant to what we're doing today, so mm-hmm. I thought you might enjoy it. So this is for you, my friend. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, wow. Joshua just handed me a copy of Daredevil issue 44. Um, it's such a great cover. It's uh, Daredevil swinging across the city with the jester looming large in the background. This is one, I think this is, is this the first one, or is this the, the one where the, the, the logo changed? Uh, uh, this is the first one that the logo is different. Mm-hmm. It only lasted for three issues. It did, yeah. Um, which is good because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I, I like, <laughs> they went back to the old version for quite a while, which mm-hmm. is great. But the reason I wanted to get you this specific issue is because we, we read this whole this whole run that we're talking about today mm-hmm. on uh, Marvel Unlimited, so it's always fun to have it in your, yeah. in your hand. But there, this is a, such a good issue, and, and uh, it's the jester is the bad guy, and it's not his origin, but... It's uh, it has that whole moment where he comes up with the ploy to yeah to which I don't want to give it away yet, but with Daredevil mm-hmm. and on the bridge and it's everything, genius. it is genius. Wow. So I thought it was a cool moment. So now you can have Thank a hard you. copy of that. Yeah, I think no this problem. is the second Daredevil comic you've given me, which is uh, <laughs> quite incredible. The, the first one was um, a very nice gift for my <clears throat> birthday, um, where you gave me a uh, a graded copy of. Oh, that's uh, right. Daredevil 181, 181 yeah. yeah, which is one of my favorite issues of all time. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you. Mm-hmm. This is dangerous because it's gonna. Now my brain is like, I have to get the rest of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> one is enough. One yes. is enough. Um, anyway, we are going to cover quite a big chunk. Um, the reason I, I uh, when, when we were laying out what what books we were going to cover, and uh, originally we were talking about doing a year, one year in each podcast until we get to later stuff where where kind of focus on smaller chunks and on storylines um and for some reason i thought that the 50th issue would be special but it's just a run-of-the-mill issue and i didn't realize until i read it it's part two of a three-part yeah yeah. um so because issue 50 in i think it was spider-man was was something mm -hmm. and issue 50 in fantastic four was something too i think but uh, not 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 Didi. No, Didi is just uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we cover. We're going to cover quite a lot here. So um, um, yeah, thirty-seven through issue fifty. Yeah. And also we have a Fantastic Four issue, which we is do. a third part mm-hmm. of um, that comes right after issue thirty-eight. It's a mm-hmm. three-part storyline yeah. with Fantastic Four. And uh, everyone's favorite villain, uh, Doctor Doom. Yes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. This covers the period of February nineteen sixty-eight until. March 1969, so it's almost a year. <clears throat> um, issue 37 
is uh, still Lee Colon Giacoa. I don't know how you say his name. Yeah, they actually, um, I wrote this down here. They ended up using one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different inkers in this group of 14 or 13 comics. Sorry, 14 comics that Mm -hmm. were going over. 13 different inkers, but uh, Gene Colon drew them all except for one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And the one that, that he didn't draw is kind of interesting. We'll it's issue 50. It. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a... Um, we'll get to it. It's, an, it's a very well-known artist, that, um, but you wouldn't know it from this issue. You wouldn't know that it was that artist. He, he really isn't doing his style yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we dive into 37, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to notice, or one, one thing I wanted to say was, <coughs> I think Gene Collin, he really started to fine-tune his style yeah uh, his dare you know how he drew daredevil in hell's yeah. kitchen and oh, i guess it's not really hell's kitchen it's still new york but he really fine-tuned his style and one thing that he did that i noticed and i don't know if you noticed this but all of the hits and kicks mm-hmm. became much more powerful more powerfully drawn yeah. he used a lot of movement yeah he used lines and bursts to d- depict like Mm. Big hits, making that contact. Yeah. In fact, a lot of times you would completely miss what he was, or he wouldn't even draw what was being punched. He would just have like uh, the impact. Would the, be the impact would be drawn, but yeah. but not the actual. Like if you punch somebody in the face, you wouldn't see the face. You would yeah. see the fist, and then you would see the the impact, the uh, the little white lights that are coming off where he hit. Yeah, and it it was I. It was drastic for me. It was when I when I saw it happen, I noticed like, wow, that's way different than what he had done before. Yeah. And he also started doing a lot more close ups. Yeah. A mm-hmm. lot more. Yeah. Um it is it, super noticeable. Yeah. Um and I I really you know, I, I this is stuff that I hadn't read before, all of this stuff, and I really like him and, and Stan Lee working together on this on this run that they're doing, and it lasts for quite a while. It's just such. There's some yeah. really good storytelling and really good yeah. stuff going on, and I, it, it feels like, for me, it feels like Stanley enjoys writing Daredevil. Right. There's there's something there that he's is enjoying, and yeah, and and they're writing a lot of powerful punches. They are, yeah. yeah. And DD comes up with his his for a while. It's a signature move where he basically just kicks someone. Yeah. In they, the they, face. they use the white. They use a white light to help you f- kind of follow the tra- trajectory of the kick or the punch. Mm-hmm. So it's like a big swooping whoosh, yeah. if that makes sense, a whoosh, and then a uh, <laughs> no, no sound effects needed. No sound effects needed, just the swoop, just the, the swoop, swoop and the kick. There aren't many sound effects. There's, there's yeah. Considering um, who Daredevil is and, and where he's powered, they, they use it a lot more in future runs and different creators really push the idea of the sound effects being a, mm-hmm. a big part of the series. But for the most part, this is very... Um, action and dialogue driven writing you know yeah and and a lot of it is uh, thought balloon which i know is a product of the time and and actual spoken dialogue um very few captions which is surprising for stan lee there's a um in an early x-men maybe one issue one or two there's a great panel where um magneto is talking to um some generals and it's just magneto is completely covered by either a speech balloon or a caption <laughs> box. Like you can see his feet. Literally, that's all you can see. And it's just, it's, it's, there's, there's kind of like a, uh, they, they often do in Daredevil, they'll often have a page and the caption will be like, nothing really needs to be said here. Um, just look at this artwork. Isn't it great? 
and it's kind of nice. There's like a real like I know I I know that I have this reputation, Stanley, that is of being very um, chatty, and it's you know the his narrative voice is very present in Marvel, um, but he he can step back on this one, and it's kind of I don't know if it's just like. He's he's too tired to write at this stage, mm-hmm. or he's actually enjoying um, the artwork that's being done. I like to think it's it's the artwork, but yeah, like look at this panel right here of Doctor Doom punching Daredevil. Yeah. Oh yeah, his, you, his face is not it's gone. Yeah, we'll post that up on the thing because it's great. And there he is getting a head kick in. He's, yeah. he, he's the Daredevil's two moves um, often are either kicking someone in the face <laughs> or doing the the handstand. Yeah. Up with two feet, two kicking feet, someone in yeah. the face. <laughs> kicking him back, yeah. Um, so uh, getting back on topic here. Yes. First issue, issue 37 that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's um, leading straight off from the end of 36, 36, if you remember. He was fighting the trapster. He was fighting, yeah. And that, that fight, I still, I, you know, I want to I wanna make a point of saying this. It's a good fight. Yeah. Like the trapster is this kind of joke villain. And in, it takes place in the subway. It takes place in a subway. It takes place across the sea. He's being chased. And the trapster's like desperately fighting for his, for his, he's, he doesn't want to be caught. Are you and talking he, about the whole, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah and he fight. fights and fights mm-hmm. and fights and Daredevil's kind of struggling. And then it ends with him making this, this wild leap down the subway and kind of twisting his body a certain way to, avoid getting hurt because he's they're, they're kind of stumbling down into the subway and and Daredevil actually says you know my back I've done something I can't really move and he rolls out of the way of what I presume is a, a, a subway car because mm-hmm. it does it doesn't actually say that but it just shows the like the, the, vib- vibrations. the vibrations um and then he kind of becomes aware the police have taken the trapster away and he becomes aware of metallic footsteps coming down the tracks and uh, he thinks, you know, there's only two people this could be in the, the whole Marvel universe. <laughs> and it's not Stiltman. <laughs> um, so Dr. Doom. It's Dr. Doom. Doom. Everyone's uh, favorite Laverian dictator. Want to talk about Dr. Doom a little bit? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and do you know what? The first couple of panels of this issue are just perfect because mm. there's this, there's Daredevil kind of tries to talk about it. He's like, Oh my goodness, Doctor Doom! What are you doing here, Doctor Doom? It's just like shut, shut up, up. <laughs> silence, <laughs> <laughs> and slaps him and then throws him like does this crazy wrestling move where he kind of picks him up and throws him down on his head and it's just like don't you don't get yeah. to talk to me. I'm Doom. You don't get to talk. And you're right. And <laughs> and uh, Daredevil had a run with Doctor Doom, which we covered in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. This yes. was in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I think it was uh, 39, and 40. thirty-nine and forty. Mm-hmm. So he's fought him before, and he yeah. knows how powerful a supervillain he is. Um, but Daredevil kind of holds his ground a little bit at the beginning yeah. of the issue. Um, obviously, uh, Doctor Doom ends up beating him yeah. as, as he should. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So but at this point, we don't know why Doctor Doom is here. We're yeah. not sure. Is is he just to fight Daredevil? We don't know. Yeah, and you know he can hold a grudge. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's about it's like three or four pages, and uh, he he ends up beating Daredevil in front of a whole bunch of. Uh, Looky lose. Yeah, and he, there's this great thing where they, you know if, uh, another villain they'd be like, "Oh no, the public are turning against me." And Tim's like, "Shut up, yeah, all of you!" Yeah, like who dare cares? <laughs> In fact, I think Doctor Doom he projects some type of a, a yeah. shield. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, get yeah, away from me to, to block all the people so they can't come and help." Yeah, the, the public are like, "We better help Daredevil." And he's like, "Nah, that's not going to happen." Mm-hmm. Um, they, well, we f- we find out that Doctor Doom kidnaps Daredevil mm-hmm. for a reason. He yeah. actually takes him back to uh, the Latvian embassy. Yeah, and he puts him in a car to take him there. And th- this is another. Gr- this is like the perfect sequence for all of the characters there because 
Daredevil's like, well, I better get out of this before we get back to the embassy because I'm, I'll be more trapped <laughs> Isn't there. Isn't it funny? Doctor Doom's driving a car. Doctor Doom is, he's, he's, he's the passenger at first. He's sitting there as the passenger yeah. and they're doing this great fight in the back of the car. And I, I hope at some stage the TV series or like somehow this makes it into, into the show because <laughs> he has this fight in the car where he's just like, people are trying to stop him and zap him and shoot him and he's just punching them and doom is in the front seat and the driver is so distracted and like confused and doom just reaches over and grabs the woman it's like guys get it together <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just daredevil do i have yeah. to do everything? everything and he's driving the car and it's yeah and then in the end the car i think flies into the like he presses a button and it takes off and flies into and the and end we, so, we have uh, two police officers yeah. that look at the ground and they're like how wow, did this happen <laughs> did, did, did that car just uh, cause this oh there's no way <laughs> Once again, the police officers in yeah. Daredevil's world are not earnest. Shall yeah, we say. yeah, we'll say earnest. They're not um, the brightest. So he brings Daredevil back to the Latvian embassy, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, once again, we still don't know why. We kind of this whole issue is great because we kind of figure out the story as it develops. Yeah. Usually, where they blatantly tell us at the beginning. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Or this is what's going to happen. It normally goes the Colombo route. Where they right. The, like, for, for this one, though, we discover it as we go, which is kind of fun, actually. Yeah. I like that. And um, what what happens is that um, uh, Doom puts him in a, a dungeon and, and locks the key. Locks the key. Yeah. And uh, Daredevil, I shouldn't say Matt because he's in the costume. Daredevil yeah. says, I've, I've got to escape. Mm-hmm. So he loosens a stone, climbs through and finds a tunnel because he senses consents where there's a air movement. Right. And he escapes into this room, and when he gets into the room, we discover that this is all... Doom knew that that was going to happen. Doom's watching on one of his little monitors, and they don't actually name what the device is, but he uses one of his many um, inventions. Yeah. And what this device does is it messes with your will and and basically makes you kind of cuckoo. Yeah, it, it messes with your senses. Yeah, so Daredevil feels like he's walking on the ceiling. Yeah. He, he feels like he's shrunk really small. The room is spinning. And, and do, it's this great. Doom is just watching this TV laughing and yeah. just getting a, a big kick out of himself. Yeah. And he does mention, he says, like, you know, there's this he's kind of, he's almost impressed that Daredevil's putting up yeah. as lasting as long as he is. Like, hey, he kind of says, like, a normal man would have been pushed over the edge by now. And this is kind of interesting. There's right. something going on here. And Daredevil figures it out. He realizes, okay, this obviously can't be reality and he mentally beats it yeah and and, and and what you just said dr doom is incredibly impressed yeah he says well done um but you know i still knew you were going to do that and then we we find out what's actually happening is that doom is still angry about uh, at the fantastic four because they tricked him again into thinking that he had defeated them or um there's some something happens in the fantastic four mm-hmm. book where and this is kind of incredible that doom did this doom um, stole the Silver Surfer's board and acquired some of the Silver Surfer's cosmic right, power. Right, there was a, it was a neat couple of pages that went away from the story where they yeah. talk about how Doctor Doom stole the, the power cosmic from uh, Silver Surfer mm-hmm. and how he was on the board and he's trying to escape and then Galactus shows oh, up. That page and, with Galactus oh, is incredible. Is I'm going to post that in there because that is yeah. that is such a beautiful page mm-hmm. and. Um, it's it's nice because it kind of tie, it touches on what Doom is capable of, and you know in Secret Wars way down the line in the the original uh, Secret Wars toy commercial whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, he steals the Beyonder's power and mm-hmm. he uses and there's this idea that he is uh, that there's this drive in him to always get if something appears that is more powerful than him, rather than him thinking I have to find a way to defeat this he says I need that power. Yeah. 
that power needs to and be And to be mine. able to take it from Silver Surfer. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I, I can't think of many people that have done no. that. And um, at this point, Galactus, uh, or at, the, at this point, in issue 37 in the timeline, he no longer has the power, the power cosmic. No. Um, no, Galactus, he's been, he's, Galactus appears he took, and yeah, he's just like, yeah, you're he, not the Silver Surfer, yeah, you're and, not my Herald. And he, and, took the, he took the power away from yeah, him. And kicks him out of whatever reality he's been trapped in. So the reason Daredevil's there, the reason why he kidnapped him, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Jamie, was to to foil or to get back at the Fantastic Four, yes. a new creative way to destroy them. Mm-hmm. And he knows that Daredevil is in good standing with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So he doesn't know that Matt, who Matt is. He doesn't no. know that he's their lawyer. It doesn't he, know any of that. It's just Daredevil. He probably remembers the fight, uh, you know, that happened, yeah. uh, you know, a few months ago in comic book time. Yeah. So he kidnaps Daredevil with the intent of using the machine that he created called the Transformatron. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use a Transformatron <laughs> to transfer his conscious, mm-hmm. his brain into Daredevil's body, do the complete mind swap. Yeah. This was something that Freaky we, Friday. This was something that we saw earlier with the ox. And yes, I forget the name of the other dude where he did the mind swap. Yeah. But of course, obviously, this is um, Dr. Doom's invention, so it wouldn't have the side effects that that no, one had. No, Doom wouldn't become more. He wouldn't certainly want to be a lawyer. Yeah. And, and issue 37 ends with him successfully transferring his, yeah. the, their minds into each other's bodies. And then they tra- he traps. Uh, so we have another episode where we're going to have to talk about the person as the person being the person that's pretending to be a person. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, and we apologize stage, if that's confusing, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's at this stage, we should also too. say that, that Mike Murdoch is still around at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so doom is, uh, now in the body of daredevil and daredevil is in the body of doom. And it's the, 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 bo- the body, the prison, my, bo- my prison, my body or whatever the title is. Um, one thing that I was a little disappointed in. So not only did they switch bodies, they got each other's. Well, they didn't get each other's. There are no, Doom doesn't really have any superpowers at this point. No, he doesn't use any ma- any of his mystic arts, any of this type of stuff. No, he's just the genius. Yeah. So he took the genius with him, but you get everything else that comes with, with the body. Yeah. So, the fact that Daredevil or the fact that Doctor Doom is now in Daredevil's body, he now has Daredevil's super senses. He does. And and this was so. They really missed out on this. They made it really seem like he didn't know that Daredevil was blind. Yeah, they have this sequence where he mentions, and it's kind of it's an interesting take. And I I couldn't work out if it was a side effect of him being in the body or if this was actually what Matt sees. But they make a point of um, Doom says, "Oh, this is interesting. It seems like Daredevil makes his his glasses or the the eyepieces mm-hmm. uh, foggy, so you can't see through them." So he must do that so that it enhances his other senses. Right. And he doesn't think, oh, Daredevil's blind. Yeah, and, and, and this is, he also says here, this is how Daredevil's able to do all those things yeah. that he's done and how he's been able to f- escape from me in the past is with these super senses that he has. Yeah, and it's But like he doesn't know that he's blind. No, it's, it makes it sound like it's, a, oh, it's a choice, a training choice that he's acquired this, this talent and skill and he's using this costume to, to take away his sight so that he can use the other. He, but he even says it's like it, it doesn't, he doesn't say he can't see. He says that it's kind of murky, that he's mm-hmm. aware of stuff around him. Um, and and also, now that Daredevil is in Doctor Doom's body, mm-hmm. he can see. And this yeah. is the first time that he's had eyesight since he lost it when yeah. he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And th- they only talk about it for like one moment, where he's like, I can see, this is amazing, this is great. And then they don't talk about it again. If it was me, 
and I was Daredevil, the first thing I would have thought, yeah, I can go see what Karen looks like. Yeah, I could go see Karen's face, and I'll have that mental image in my mind forever. Um, not to sidetrack off the main storyline, but throughout the first few issues here, there's still the love triangle between mm-hmm. um, Foggy, Karen, and Matt, but the new piece of Deborah, Debbie entered and immediately kind of took um, Foggy's attention away from Karen. Yeah. So the love triangle is actually sort of starting in these first few issues here that we're talking about today, shift into just kind of the twosome between Daredevil and Karen yeah. because Foggy's like, completely forgot about all of his oh, yeah. feelings for her. Wrong, yeah. he's, he's all for he Debbie now. He knows there's no chance. So, so we actually have some dates and some stuff that happened yeah. early on. Um, so we really we really find out here that Matt really loves Karen and mm-hmm. really wants to go for her. Yeah. And several times has said, I'm done being Daredevil. I'm going to stop. So with all of that happening, he doesn't even think about Karen yeah. with the eyesight. He doesn't... And, <laughs> yeah, and they haven't... They haven't they haven't made his senses or his radar sense something that, that actually sees images yet. They've just had it as, as like a echolocation sensory thing. Um, I guess, you know, if doom's around, you want to take care of that business first, I guess there's a, um, I think, uh, they do have daredevil meets with Debbie, but it's doom as daredevil. And he mm-hmm. kind of brushes her off and that. And foggy sees it from foggy up above it, yeah. and immediately, Hates Mike Murdoch. Yeah. Who we still at this point think is Daredevil. They still think is Daredevil. It, hates him. Like, like how, how could he shrug off Debbie? Yeah. He no, even no, no, says no. at one point, he's like, I'm going to make it my job to destroy. And it, it, he, he forgets he, it he, like he, two he, issues later. Yeah. <laughs> Some tax case comes in and he gets distracted. Yeah. So, so, uh, Dare, or, um, Dr. Doom in Daredevil's body, mm-hmm. we figure out the reason why he did this was he's now going to go sneak over to the Fantastic Four Baxter building mm-hmm. and pretend to be Daredevil. And destroy the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and Daredevil knows this, but he's now he's been left behind. He's locked up in yeah. the in the prison and can't get out, or so we think. Yeah. Now this is and this brings up a thing which I just think is is fantastic. It's so brilliant, and it just must it drives home how terrifying it must be to work for Doom or to be a Latvian. <laughs> uh, basically, um, Daredevil as Doom says. Uh, Get, gets the Latvian embassy members to come and let him out. and He tricks them. He tricks them. He says, like, come here and let me out. And he says, of course I let myself get locked in here. I wanted to see what Daredevil did. Now I'm get me out of here. This is taking too long. I could get myself out, but I yeah. want you to do it. And yeah. they're like, oh, God, uh, Doom. But you know what? you got to give him a little bit of a credit because he looks like Dr. Doom. He sounds exactly. like Dr. Doom. And you know for a fact Dr. Doom would not let his henchmen know what his plans were. Yeah. He would not tell them. No, and and he's there. I I can't remember if it's explicit, but it kind of gives us like, oh, he's kind of enjoying playing at being Doom. He kind of puts his he puts a little effort into acting out as Doom, um, and it, it it suggests that he's a little clumsy at first because the the armor that yeah. Doom wears is heavy, so he's kind of. But moving. he can see. But he can see, and so we don't talk about that anymore. Up in, except for that very yeah. first little part at the beginning, which irritated me a little bit. But uh, so he's going to go and he's going to warn the Fantastic Four that that. Daredevil yeah. is actually Doom as Daredevil, and he's but he's got to convince them, and he's Doom, and there's like this, and this carries over into the Fantastic Four issue where there's this comical thing of like Mr. Fantastic being the smartest man around, and he's, <laughs> I think he has like a device set up for the first one where Doom, Daredevil contacts him as Doom and says Daredevil's coming, but it's not Daredevil, it's Doom, 
and he puts it through a device and he says well it matches that even though it's doom's voice there's something in like what he's saying and it's it's yeah, a code can, that he yeah, used yeah that, we can tell that it actually yeah, is daredevil it's daredevil voice. we yeah. know that it's daredevil that's doing it because he's got like secret code that he enters so, so literally you've got dr doom walking across the street <laughs> just taking his sweet time as daredevil yeah he's walking across he walks the whole way yeah, that's the beauty yeah walking over to the baxter <laughs> building and then you have daredevil who's in dr doom's body runs over mm-hmm. runs over and catches up to, to Daredevil mm-hmm. or oh, sorry catches up to Dr. Doom and this is what he does here take this transistor ra- radio yeah make sure you listen to it yeah and Dr. Doom's like okay whatever I, I, like I'm not gonna go after him I don't yeah. care so then after he hands him this transistor radio Daredevil then goes and runs back to the Latvian yeah. embassy. So he he ran who knows how long, how far. In the heavy suit. In the heavy suit just to give him this radio. Yeah. And then goes and and then goes back um, to the embassy. And we find out why he gave him the radio. Yeah. But before we just before we touch yeah. on that, the poor Latvian mem the 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 courtiage or whatever you want to call them, the, the guards have this thing where they go, they're like, oh, okay. Uh, Doom, Daredevil is Doom. We'll go and fight Doom as Daredevil for you. And then they get there, and Doom as Daredevil is like, "You idiots! I'm not. De- I'm not Daredevil. I'm Doom, and I can prove it by showing you this ring that I have, which I quickly, which I switched when I switched the bodies. I made a point of switching, but you didn't see me do it. <laughs> um, how dare you attack me? And then they, they, so they're just like, "Oh my god!" So we better go back and um, attack. Doom, which is actually Daredevil. Um, but yeah, he goes back to the embassy and um, he makes an announcement. And he announces that Latveria is declaring war on pretty much all of its neighboring countries. I think he just says, we're declaring war on everybody around yeah, and, us. And he sounds like Dr. Doom. <laughs> sounds like So him. everyone assumes it's Dr. Doom. Yeah. So he, he basically starts a war. Yeah. And now, can you imagine just how insane this must have been for the people of in those countries, in yeah. that area, in America, in the world, that are just like, what is going on? There's a war being declared. And meanwhile, Doctor Doom is just taking his sweet time yeah, walking the Baxter, the Baxter building, building, carrying his transistor radio, listening to uh, this, and then he realizes, oh crap! Yeah, this Dare- is bad. Daredevil figured out a way to stop me. He says that one of the countries is an ally of communist China, and uh, and and kind of a little out of character, I will say, but. I guess no one's around to see it. He says, you know, I can't beat them. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't beat communist China. I better get back. Yeah, the whole country will be destroyed. Yeah. So he changes his mind, <laughs> never makes it to the master yeah. building, probably walks back yeah, probably with his transistor walks radio, back. walks back and uh, ends up getting back on the line that Daredevil mm-hmm. used and... and uh, stops the war from happening. Yeah. No, he switches bodies. He switches back oh, to his original right, right, right. body. Daredevil smashes the machine and says, he, you won't be doing that And he anymore. does that because he knows that's the only way yeah. that all these people will listen to me and stop the war yeah. because they'll know that I'm giving them the order. Yeah. So I wonder how he did it. Do you think he was like, hey, you know that thing you heard from me earlier? Disregard that. He probably said, shut up, fools. Yeah, <laughs> shut, up, fools. shut up, fools. What, like I would declare war. Yeah. He gaslighted them. To- so you, you've got Daredevil and you've got Doctor Doom and they're basically in the same room together, just mm-hmm. standing there. Yeah. And uh, Daredevil is in attack mode because mm-hmm. he figures there's going to be a fight. And this is so great. This is why I like Dr. Doom so much. He's like, you're free to go. Yeah. And Daredevil's like, uh, really? I'm free to go? You, you do? Uh, I can go? And Doom's like, yeah, you foiled me. 
It amuses me. Yeah. I like it. This is great. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a murderer. He, go, yeah. he goes, I, I don't kill people just for fun. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you there has to be a reason. Yeah. There has to be a reason. Other, if I killed you right now, I would be no better than anybody else. Yeah. And he just lets him go. Showed him some mad respect. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so cool. It's so cool. And then uh, Daredevil leaves and is probably shooken by that, that whole thing. And thinks, but see, this, I, was a, this was a perfect moment, though, Jamie, because now his sight's gone. Yeah. And they never talk about it like, dang it, it was great to have sight. Now I don't have my sight again. Yeah. I mean, you figure that that would have been a bigger moment. I mean, over the first 37 issues, we've been dealing with... Uh, uh, Karen talking about if only he wasn't blind yeah. and, and in his mind, uh, Matt's thinking my blindness is getting in the way and all of this stuff. And Are then you're going to write some fan fiction about him staying in doom's body. And, yeah. And oh, marrying that's a, Karen. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, I just wish that they would have dived into yeah. a little bit more of both of them. And I think it would have been awesome if daredevil or sorry, if, um, doom would have figured out that daredevil was blind at this moment mm-hmm. and then kept it as a secret. Because, you know, somebody like Dr. Doom is not going to spread the word. He likes no. knowledge. Yeah. So he, it would be cool in that way in future issues when he shows up and, and they fight again, he knows about the blindness. Yeah. That would have been neat, but that obviously did not happen. Yeah, as far as we know, that didn't happen. I don't think Doom pops up too much more in the future. Sadly. Yeah. He's, a, he's so great. Yeah. Um, so that's the first two issues. That's, that's the first two issues. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, what Daredevil thinks is I better go and see that the Fantastic Four are okay. And... Uh, when he does that, Doom <laughs> slips in a little, a little side note. He contacts his, um, he contacts the Fantastic Four as Doom and says, uh, "Daredevil's on his way, but it's not really Daredevil. It's still Doom." What? Just be careful. That, and that, I think that, that contradicts the message. He's, he's, that's just like a nice little. Actually, yeah. do you know what? It's kind of annoying what you did. I'll, you smashed a couple of my machines. I'll smash you. Yeah. Um, so he he leaves that message, and um, Daredevil swings over to the Baxter Building. Um, and we jump over to Fantastic Four number 73 to continue. Jack, yeah, Jack Kirby does Jack the art this one again. And Joe Sinnott on uh, Laren. Um, uh, Inkin and uh, Artie Simic on Laren. Um, this, there, there's one weird panel in this. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a panel where um, Daredevil doesn't have the eye mask things on. I noticed it. It's very it, weird. It is, and it's the very first time and yeah. the only time mm-hmm. up, through fish, uh, up through issue 50 that we've actually seen um, Daredevil's eyeballs. That's right. Yeah, you, which you mentioned. In yeah, episode four. and usually he like if if he has his mask off, he always has his glasses on, mm-hmm. or they'll do some type of trickery to put him in the shadow. Yeah, but and, and if and I'll mention this later on, or I guess I'm mentioning it now. But in one of these other issues that we're going to talk about today, Gene Colan, what he does is he blacks it out, mm-hmm. and there's a few moments when he's Matt Murdock, and we see his face without his glasses, but there's shadows over his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it was just a mistake. I think Jack Kirby wasn't even, he's just like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, here's his eyeballs. Yeah. I don't know. It was really weird though. I noticed that. That's so funny. Um, So basically he's swinging along and he bumps into, um, I can't remember how he bumps into Spider-Man. Is he on his way and he bumps into Spider-Man or the Fantastic Four have attacked him at this stage? Um, well, he seeks Spider-Man's help because, because he knows that, uh, no, no, he's, he's been fighting the, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He shows up, the Fantastic Four start to fight him because they think it's Dr. Doom. Yeah. He's like, no, wait, I'm not Dr. Doom. And, and they're like, like, how would we know? Yeah, how would we know? So then they start fighting him, not giving him the benefit of the doubt. And then, uh, he gets away mm-hmm. and then he sees Spider-Man and that's when he goes over to Spider-Man and is like, hey, Spider-Man, I need some help. I'm fighting okay. the Fantastic Four. Actually, 
if I could correct you, because oh, it's one of my favorite panels. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Spider-Man yeah. tells him he's going to help. Oh, okay. And yeah, Daredevil's yeah. like, I don't need your help. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm going to help. And he's like, well, I'm kind of, I'm okay. And he's like, no, I'm going to help. I'm going to help you. Wait here. Wait here. And then he swings off and he's like, I better find someone else to help just because, you know, three against three because Sue's been taken. They sent Sue shopping or something mm-hmm. to keep her safe because they know this attack Oh, yeah. That was really interesting. Um, it's kind of a sexist thing. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning of the issue, uh, Reed makes a comment. He says, boy, I'm sure glad that we sent Sue away knowing that Dr. Doom in Daredevil's body was coming. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be trouble. Yeah. Since there's going to be trouble, let's take one member of the Fantastic Four, my wife, mm-hmm. the female, and you know, just, make just, sure she's gone so that way she doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Because obviously she can't handle herself. Yeah. I so, just, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. you're a member of the Fantastic Four. I mean, so hello. You just, so you can hold her own. I, I just think Richard's, I mean, they just mm, got married. Maybe and, maybe that's it. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, so... <clears throat> Spider-Man decides we need three, three, three v three. Yeah, so if we're gonna fight three people, we gotta have three. Says, so he Daredevil, I'm gonna go get some help, and he yeah. sees Thor. Thor stumbling yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Thor at this point uh, is uh, powerless, massively uh, powered down. I yeah, think or, he still has a little bit of he he, he still has his strength because he fights uh, Ben Grimm. Uh, he fights the yeah. Grimm. Well, he asks for a little bit of yeah. power, a little juice from Odin. Yeah, and Odin is like, all right, all right, uh, well, you, you can have you, an hour. I'll, I'll give you a little piece. <laughs> yeah. and that's how he, he yeah. Um, this so, is just a battle issue, basically, at this point. Yeah, and the, the, the 3v3 happens very quickly. They all get together, and um, the, all the way through it, the Fantastic Four are basically saying to themselves, there's no way that these guys can actually be the real guys or that we can know that they're the real guys. And Mr. Fantastic often says, you know, how could I possibly come up with a way of testing you to see if you're who you say you are? So we're going to have to fight, and it becomes Spider-Man versus Human Torch, Mm-hmm. Um, the thing versus uh, the th- uh, thing versus four. Did, did anybody like Human Torch at this point early on in the comics? I know he became very popular, he's, but he's he was known such as a, being like a, a kind of brat. But people are okay with him. Like Spider Man gets on okay with him, but okay. they just have a little bit of like a because everything I've read up to this point, it's not very many, maybe six to seven issues with the yeah. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, and he's always the weak one. He's, he's always cry really baby. bratty, and yeah. um, and he's kind of, like, you know, he's obviously playing into the character. He's hot headed, and he rushes into things, and right. is constantly like either getting taken out within seconds or being called back because it's not, you know, we haven't made a plan to get back here. Right. Um, and in, in fact, uh, he's taken out pretty quickly here, where he's tricked into crashing into. Is this where he's, he crashes into the water tower? Uh, yeah. yeah, which happens a lot. Yeah, you'd think it's always it's water really, to stop the human yeah, torch. Like, oh no, <laughs> another water tower. Um, but uh, the thing being the thing, and and Thor just go at each other, and and the thing is fighting all the way through, and basically going like, maybe this guy is who he says he is. He's putting up a pretty good fight. Mm. He, maybe he isn't one of uh, Doom's bots or a trick by Doom. Well, guess who comes and saves the day? Guess who saves the day, guys? Yeah. Sue Storm. Oh, walks the person in. that was sent away. The one saves that they were the like, day. we better make it safe. She walks in and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you idiots are fighting Daredevil. Yeah. Knock when it off. You stop. Doom was just, uh, he was just making an announcement on the radio. If yeah. you had the radio on in here for once, <laughs> he was in Latveria. Yeah. And he was stopping the war. Yeah, stopping the war. <laughs> and Sue says, come on, guys, stop. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, so they all just depart. And go their separate ways. And um, yeah, that's the end of that guest appearance. Into yeah. It. It's pretty funny. It's it's 
it's it's actually pretty it's really good characterization of all of the people in there they they do a really good job considering you have six characters that are um that could very easily slip into same isms and mm-hmm. and are thrown at each other they do enough to keep everyone everyone's voice unique and and um it's it's pretty good and i do like thor and the thing i like the fact yeah. that the the thing really can hold his own and you know, I, he can he can pretty much go toe to toe with anyone and hold it together pretty yeah. well. And the fact that he is like thinking that maybe this is maybe these people are who they say they are. Well, Mister Fantastic, the smart guy, is like, <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> no chance in hell are you who you say you are. Gonna have to keep fighting you. <laughs> and, the, and the thing's just like, hey, uh, maybe it holds up. Let's yeah. let's reconsider this. Um, yeah, so then we we bounce back to um, Daredevil 39. Daredevil thirty nine. Yeah, and this is a, a new yeah. It's a new storyline that lasts for three issues. It does it involves a new villain. It uh, involves a new villain and some and some, some old ones. some fun some classic DD yeah. villains come back back from I think eleven and twelve. Yes, yes, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, the unholy three. The unholy three. Now you remember back in issue. 11 and 12 that was actually a foursome of these guys they yeah, there was their lead you're talking about their leader right no there was another person so you have uh cat bird and ape, ape or gorilla man ape. yeah ape the, man, the men man the, 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 the masters of the universe villains yeah. come back you remember there was a fourth one who um and i think it's like maybe on the second or third page of this issue where um, Daredevil's th- he, Daredevil gets into a fight with these three. They're, they're, they're committing a robbery, I think, and he kind of... Robbing a bank, and, yeah. and he foils it. And um, they're there, and he's like, oh, these three bozos, pretty much. He's like, they don't have the, the brains to put together something like this. There Which is be- funny, because in the very first page of the issue, I think the three of them broke out of jail. Yeah. But the leader wasn't smart enough to break out of the jail. That's but the, right. But his three dumb idiots could. Yeah. Weird. I don't yeah. Know. And the, he says, uh, now, someone must be leading these guys. Um, I don't see Frogman here, who is the fourth one. Oh, that's right, Frogman. Maybe it's him. And then he's like, nah, no, 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 it couldn't it, be it, him. Frogman's that. terrible. <laughs> and I guess the Leaper had kind of taken the place as the frog-themed yeah. villain at this stage. So um, so they, they, he starts thinking, there must be someone else telling, pulling the strings on this one. We find out it is somebody by the name of the Executioner. The Exterminator. Is it That's, the Executioner? It is the Executioner. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it is. I, yeah. For some reason, I had it down as Sorry, the Exterminator. You, you scared me there for a yeah, second. Yeah, <laughs> no, you scared me. I was looking at it. I was just, luckily, we didn't say it at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Executioner, who is it, it has a costume. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's, it, I guess you could say it's... Uh, it's, it's purple-ish. It's a costume, and, and it has this visor that is either a visor or it's a, a headband or yeah, something he's that got, kind of goes up and down. And he's got two. Uh, he's got two things on this on yeah. each ear. He's got a thing on each ear, which with yeah. antennas, and his full face is covered. Um, not one of the better costume designs, no. but you know, but he can't win them all. Yeah, and he's drawn so dynamically as well. It's such a shame. Yeah. It's the 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 antenna things are so that you can communicate with the three, right, right. the three, the, the unholy three. Um, so so this um, so this executioner has this weapon. Yeah, and I mean, this is this guy is an incredible inventor for yes. someone that has just appeared in his and, weird costume. Yeah, yeah, and. It's a little on the silly side, mm-hmm. and there's even a pan- panel with a little note where Stan Lee says, 
you know, we're kind of confused by this machine as well. <laughs> um, it's a machine called the Displacer Array. Yeah. And it has, well, okay, first I, first I should say there's a big one in his lair, mm-hmm. and then he has little portable ones he, that people can carry, around, can carry around that are the size of, you know, like big guns. Yeah, they're like little ray gunny things. But yeah. um, the, he hasn't tested it yet, and he tests it on Ape Man right. first up. And So what do you think the Displacer Ray does? Oh, I know what it does. Okay, and I know too. <laughs> I just said that for anybody listening here. So the it it whoever shot with the displacer ray mm-hmm. enters time displacement. Yeah, and we are constantly told this is not time travel. No, no, no. It's its own special thing called yeah. time displacement. It's basically shifting you like a fraction of a second out of time. And it puts you into this weird ghostly realm. It's almost like the Phantom Zone, mm-hmm. where you are—you're not aware of what's around you, but you're—you're you're still alive. You're there, but you can't fully interact with the real world. And it's kind of this trippy zone that—that that you're out of place. You're completely out of sync with with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the—he—he um, he, he demonstrate or not demonstrates, but I guess demonstrates, but also yeah. tries it for the first time. On Eight Man, yeah, he shoots Eight Man with the gun, and he disappears. And the yeah. other two, Catman and Birdman, are like, "You killed him!" And like, "You're gonna kill us now!" Blah blah blah. Yeah. And he goes, "No, no, no, no. Just wait. Just wait thirty minutes." Yeah, I set the timer to thirty minutes. It's so on a low setting. It's on a low setting. So they're all just kind of chilling out. They're yeah. hanging for thirty minutes. He could have done, you know. Like Back to the Future, you know, Doc sent his dog one minute into the future, but but instead he chose 30. Mm-hmm. So they're all waiting there for 30 minutes, and then the ape magically reappears. Mm-hmm. So And the ape actually says, oh, you've created a time thing that you've just sent me 30 minutes into the future. He goes, no. He's like, no, no. you guys really aren't following this. <laughs> this is not time travel. <laughs> I'm putting you into this void. I'm putting you into this little limbo area. And then you're there until I want you to come out based mm-hmm. off the dial. Yeah. And now you uh, you're you're free to come out because it's been 30 minutes. So that's what this gun does basically. This, yeah. this device. And uh, so now they're so the executioner. Did I say his name right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Sorry, I, I was not thinking, exterminated. Not sorry, exterminated. I'm so sorry. The executioner sends his three goons: mm-hmm. Ape Man, Cat Man, Bird Man. Not Frog Man. Not Frog Man. Out to this club. And, um, and guess who's at this club? That, that this, yeah, this is part of the plan. Guess who's there? You have a double date. Mm-hmm. And you have Matt Murdock, Karen, Foggy, and Debbie. Yeah, double date and having double a night in town in a club. Having a really good time. Da- actually, at a dance club. Yeah, they're enjoying themselves and they're really happy. I think this is the first time we've seen all four of them ha- out mm-hmm. happy yeah. together. And uh, Matt Murdock... You know, he's Karen asks him to go dance on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And Matt's like, Well, I'm not Fred Astaire. I can't I can't do this, you know? And then she's like, No, come on, it's all right. And then they have that moment where Matt's like, Well, I better pretend to be bad or yeah. you know, I he, he stumbles over his feet. I can't let them know that a blind man can dance. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he's a really good dancer. Oh yeah. Very I mean he's he's gorgeous. He's gotta yeah. be a good dancer. They go they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we find out that this um, the the three goons burst into this place and they the unholy three the unholy three yeah. we should stop calling them goons, goons. the unholy three yeah. burst in with their um, time displacer handguns um, and the, they're going they're, they're going after Foggy they're the actually reason, going after yeah. Debbie because the oh, they they right. uh, Foggy is running for DA mm-hmm. and the executioner 
um, realizes that if he can take Debbie out, then he will have Foggy under his thumb. He'll be able to control him because right. he's remove. He's he can. He's the only one who can bring Debbie back. Technically, he, he'll convince. So he somehow. wants him to win the DA and then be his puppet. Yeah, and okay. and Foggy at this stage is like pretty far ahead in the in the polling. I believe it's. It says that he's like uh, he's the favorite. He's a, a big big favorite. Um, so they fly in and. They're zapping people, and you see a couple of people get zapped, like a guard or a, a doorman or something. And then they actually shoot Debbie. They shoot Debbie with the time displacer. And take a look at that splash page right there. Yeah, isn't that great? Mm-hmm. And it's Birdman that does it. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, I know. He's he zaps <coughs> Debbie, and Foggy's like Debbie. And then this is what Matt thinks at this moment. I've got to change. To De- no, for once I'm too late. Yeah. Mm. Too quick late. change, can do the quick change could, fast yeah, enough. Yeah, he can do it under, an, a, under a helicopter, but not <laughs> in front of everyone. Um, the And as far as Foggy knows, Debbie's been killed. Yeah, this yeah. But Matt senses something. He mm-hmm. senses that she's still there somehow. There's, somehow, yeah. It's out of sync, but there's, you know, maybe her heartbeat is still there ghosting somehow. And he realizes that um, she's not dead. So that kind of wraps up issue 39. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to part two of the three-part storyline. Yeah. Issue 40. Yeah. And uh, Daredevil decides to go out on the prowl to try and find the bad guys who are just at this stage, like I think the um, the executioner is just like, go and just cause havoc. Go mm-hmm. be mischievous. And they're like, well, let's go rob some places. So they're, right. they're running around and flying around and, and zapping people and sending people to the, to the time displacement zone. So this, there's pretty two, there's pretty much two things going on in this issue. The the first one is kind of what you mentioned, uh, the unholy three. They're out, and uh, you know Daredevil eventually ends up tracking them down, and there's a big battle. Um, and then the second thing that's going on is Foggy has a little storyline in this issue mm-hmm. where he uh, he's he feels terrible. Mm-hmm. Debbie's dead, and and he he needs re- not so much revenge. He he wants the killers brought to justice. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it he, kind of backfires yeah. the idea of having him under their thumb because he's like, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to take you down. So he goes to the library to do a whole bunch of research. Obviously, this is pre-internet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Karen is like, no, you need to stay in the office and wait for Matt. And Fo- and Foggy goes, no, I don't need to wait for that fool. I need to, I need to, I need to do this. I need to do this. <laughs> uh, so he develops his plan to catch the unholy three. Yes. So those are the two things that are uh, going on in, in this issue. And... Um, what ends up happening is uh, Daredevil ends up getting zapped. Yeah, this uh, this actually it's kind of cool how it happens because you 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 kind of think no that won't happen he'll dodge it and he gets zapped and he's sent through the time displacement zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees the other people that are trapped there, and that you have this moment where you realize oh there's this whole other place where they are and they're they're hanging out and then a couple of them vanish. And he puts two and two together and it's like, ah, oh, the it must wear off. So, you know, how how long are we here for? And what we don't realize at this stage, I think someone has said it at this stage, but um, the executioner has basically said, set them to maximum from now on. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone you zap is going to be in there for a long time. Um, but Matt thinks, or Daredevil thinks, um, I could be here forever. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I'm trapped in this this funky time displacement zone and I could be here forever and I've got to find a way out but I don't know if I can find a way out and 
So while he's in there, everyone, what he believes, returns back to reality. Yeah. Um, Debbie, the security guard, everyone who's previously been shot mm-hmm. um, with this gun ends up returning to reality. But we find out that the executioner actually made a mistake. Mm. And instead of the people returning to normal like he thought, um, they actually enter this new type of little realm time yeah, period, which is, which is even closer to reality, but you're still a second behind. But what's cool about it is, is that now, unlike before, when you were in this time displacement, you couldn't see where you were. You couldn't see anything. It was just swirl. It was just swirls. But now, and we're, we're speaking through Debbie's eyes or, or because, um, or we're seeing through Debbie's eyes because, uh, she's back into the quote unquote reality, mm-hmm. a second behind. You can see everything. Yeah. But nobody can see you. Yeah. So you're sort of like an unseen ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, the executioner, he, he realizes this little mishap mm-hmm. and, and he, he takes credit and, and, and goes, I'm even better than I thought. Yeah. This is even perfect. <laughs> so not, so now they'll never return. It's great. Yeah. Taking care of business. Mm-hmm. Um, Th- that leads us into issue, uh, 41, which, which is, is titled. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Finally, finally, the death, death of, of Mike, Mike Murdoch. And we should point out that I think Stan Lee figured out a few issues ago that he needs to get rid of Mike Murdoch because he he was appearing in everything. Yeah. But these last few four or five, he gets mentioned here and there, but, but we haven't seen yeah, him. Yeah, it's it's so good to be finally done with this guy. Um, Matt, so I think he. He doesn't. He doesn't get dragged into that second realm. He kind of finds his way into it, doesn't he? Uses his senses to find he, a like a. To step well, he through. does. He, there are two things that happen. Mm-hmm. He uh, he finds some type of a rift. Mm-hmm. He finds like a um, like a opening, like yeah. a, like a little hole, and shimmies his way through it. Yeah, and then that allows him to enter this secondary this zone. secondary um, area. But then he gets out of that secondary area a very creative way. Yeah, he realizes that in order to get back into sync, he needs to move quickly, mm-hmm. maybe 88 miles an hour, <laughs> maybe. Um, and what he does is he kind of... I, I'll i tell you what he does. Yeah. He, he did something similar to what he did in Fantastic Four issue 39. Mm-hmm. He lassoes a car. Yeah. Just like he lassoed that missile, yeah, which, we talked, so about, which, we, lasso. which we talked about uh, uh, last podcast. He lassoed... Um, a car, which was speeding, probably was 88 speeding, miles an hour, 88 miles per hour. <laughs> and it, uh, brought him to the proper speed and brought him back into reality. Yeah. And what's crazy is that it, it's not, it, it doesn't necessarily say this outright, but you see a little bit of it in his costume is that he's basically being dragged by a car down the road and it's kind of tearing up a bit of his costume at one stage. You see his yeah. like knees or something yeah. or, um, he uh, gets dragged. Yeah, he gets dragged, but he survives. He survives. And he's going to go ahead back to his apartment in order to get a brand new suit. Yes. But before we talk about that, um, something that's happening simultaneously back to Foggy's storyline is he set up this trap to kind of lure out the Unholy Three, blow a little police whistle. Yes. Which would attract the very competent police officers, and they would be able to arrest the Unholy Three. But he drops the whistle. But he drops the whistle, (laughs) and uh, they end up showing up. The plan worked. Yeah. And then uh, they kidnapped Fo- they kidnapped Foggy, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a 
couple page battle. We actually get Foggy to see puts up a fight. We, yeah, we get to see Foggy actually landing some blows, and there's yeah. this really good panel which I'm showing Jamie right now, where uh, he, he does pulls a, dare, a daredevil he move. He pulls a daredevil, daredevil move, uses two feet, and does a kick and a pow. Yeah. And as you can see in this new uh, Gene Colan style, we don't see. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, Catman's Catman. face. It is. Catman. We just see the the explosive yeah. boom. Yeah, and he goes for that Ape Man, who's the, the tough guy of the group, and uh, Ape Man pretty much holds him off. And yeah, like, he's nah. like, oh, it's like hitting a brick wall. Yeah, which is, I like, there's so many people who have said that in comic books. Oh, and uh, so he gets kidnapped, and who's right there watching the whole thing is Debbie, mm-hmm. who's in this one, ghost this ghost zone, yeah. watching it. So I'm sorry. So now we're back at, um, we're back at Daredevil's apartment. Daredevil, because he, he he's gonna go uh, change out of his his torn up costume. Yeah. And it just so turns out that uh, Karen mm-hmm. is there because she was looking for Matt. Yeah. Or she was, tr- or was she trying to find Mike and thought that maybe she could go to Matt's so they could get a hold of Mike so that way Mike could. Uh, I, hate my I don't even want to think I, about what was going I, on. I, I can't remember, but regardless, um, he pretends to be Mike. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know where Matt is, but I better get. But but beforehand, when Karen shows up at Matt's apartment, she finds Daredevil's costume. She does, and immediately her mind is like, oh, "That's really weird." Yeah. Why would Matt leave? Oh, sorry. Why would Mike leave a costume on the bed folded nice and neat like that? Yeah. And then that's when Matt shows up, and he's like, "Oh crap, Karen's here," and and was like. Um, I'm just over here because I, I let Matt keep on a co- one of my spare costumes so I can yeah. go change oh, there into it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets changed. He goes, and it's kind of nice because he's he he fights the executioner um, or whatever the guy's name is, yeah, and the, um, the executioner Foggy's there because yeah. he's he's being held as a he's kidnapped. Yeah, and um, comes up with a plan. Right, he comes up with a plan. Mm-hmm. He, um, but also within that plan, he comes up with another plan where it's like, I can get rid of Mike now. This mm-hmm. is, this is, this is perfect. Um, Foggy's there. He's a witness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, uh, he fights the execution and beats him and destroys the lab. I can't remember how it's Th- There's a big explosion there and, and because, and he's able to save, or he, he's able to make sure Foggy is safely away, yeah. but he uses the explosion as the tool or, or as the event that killed Daredevil, yeah, and um, and Mike, and, and yeah, namely Mike, and then uh, Foggy was there to witness it. Yeah, so, so he tears part of the costume off the yeah. DD, I think. He actually tears off yeah. the DD and throws it to the ground, and and is finally ready to hang up. And it's not just uh, Mike that he's killing off; he actually is killing off Daredevil at this mm-hmm. point in his mind. He's like, if I want to be with Karen, then this has to end. I can't be Daredevil. I've got to just be Matt. I've got to. And of course, Foggy, who for the last couple issues has been like, I hate Matt Murdock. He talked bad <laughs> to Debbie. He now, now feels really bad, obviously, because yeah. you know, he's, he saved his life. Yeah. Um, but that's so that's how it ends. We got rid of Mike Murdock. We stopped the executioner. Yeah. Uh, the unholy three were also uh, stopped. Uh, Daredevil saves the day, but in doing so, he sacrificed himself. Yep. And that takes us on to the next issue, which is one of my favorites so far. This, yes. this ranks in my top two or three issues. Um, th- this is our the first appearance of the supervillain known as the Jester. Yeah. The Jester is he's a very interesting character. He is, yeah. his origin kind of, it runs parallel to, um, actually it doesn't really run parallel, but it's it's in terms of, what he is in that he's just trained himself to be really like peak 
mm-hmm. at everything. But he is a failed actor. And I also think it's the first time um, that we have a villain who has a name, a full name. I know we had uh, the Purple Man as Kilgrave, but this is the first one where he's, his full name is revealed pretty early on. Uh, we, well, as an aside. As the like only a, exception to that would be the Mass Marauder. Oh yes, the, because he, he it's yeah. yeah he, he, but you're right though. He he has a, his regular persona, and mm-hmm. then he has a superhero. Yeah, or sorry, excuse me, his supervillain. Yeah, um, but so the jester was a failed actor, as as you mentioned. Yeah, Jamie. and he theater was acting. Serrano de Bergerac, just one performance that was so. Just it got the worst reviews, and everyone mm-hmm. booed him off stage. And he, as as any actor would do, he decided that. You know, they were wrong. Yeah, these people don't understand my art. They don't understand how good I am at what I do. I'm going to have to teach them, so I'm going to learn. And I love that that you have like a training montage with him um, where he's going and he keeps meeting these people and they're like, wow, you're pretty good at sword fighting. Wow, you're pretty good at like aerobics. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just take some acting classes. And he's like, nope, I'm (laughs) the best actor around. I'm going to learn everything else because... I've got acting down. I he's don't so need to egotistical. Yeah, he's, he's just so fantastic. And he's just, he's like absurdly large, but he actually, you know, it's, he's pretty smart. He, he's, he, I know, I was just thinking that he's very smart. He also creates his own weapons. Yeah. And that, that takes some brains there too. Yeah. And his aren't like Dr. Doom's. They're not these big, huge, gigantic, you know, world-threatening devices. They're little contraptions that all resemble toys. Yeah, and he kind of, um, I think at one point he says that he got someone to build a couple of them for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe the... the um, he's, got tr- he's got a lot of trick toys. Which yeah, very he has theatrical. like a yo-yo that he can, yeah. he can hit people yeah. really quite That's actually his, his, main, his main weapon is his yo-yo. Yeah. Uh, um, he... He goes on like a little spree where he's just basically robbing and what I really trouble. what I really liked about the jester too is he does not care about the reward of the crime. No. He he doesn't, not even a little bit. Oh. He he cares about the 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 showmanship and the thrill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what's important to him. He's at, at one point, I don't think it's in it's in this issue. It's actually in issue 44, mm-hmm. but uh he he commits the crime and then he just leaves the jewels behind yeah. because he's like, ah, it was fun to do the crime. I did it. <laughs> um, and uh, he meets Daredevil pretty quickly and he takes him out really quickly. And it's mm-hmm. kind of surprising. And it's, I think there's like a little element of um, Daredevil kind of thinks, oh, I better get back into costume and stop this guy. But because um, at this, at this point he's seriously considering whether or not he should do this. And if he shouldn't do it, you know, he should hang up and, and be with Karen but yeah, at the start of the issue, he, he in his mind, Daredevil's dead. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is my chance to be with Karen. You're ex- you're exactly right, and, and and it's the gesture ends up obviously making him or forcing him to, to yeah. change his mind. Yeah, and at this point also uh, because Mike Murdock has died, as far as everyone knows, Daredevil yeah. isn't Daredevil. It's someone who Mike right. Murdock has as a kind of reserve Daredevil. He's yeah. um, he's the person like in the back that he was, if anything happens to me, you're going to take over. Right. And people make a lot of comments where they're like, wow, this guy isn't as good as the old Daredevil. There's a, a lot of moments where it's like, oh, maybe Daredevil yeah, didn't it, train him fully or something. Yeah, we, we find out because um, the jester gets hired by this this cat named Richard Raleigh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Richard Raleigh hires him because he wants him to take, or not take out, but to convince somehow convince um, Foggy 
to drop out of the race. Yeah. He doesn't want him to be DA because he knows he's not going to be controllable. So uh, he hires the jester for ten thousand yeah. dollars to um, to basically stop him from uh, you know yeah uh, uh, becoming uh, DA. But it's funny because the, the way that he gets him to do it is he gets he gets on on air and it's I got to point this out. This happened. <laughs> it's so easy to get airtime in the Daredevil universe. Yeah. Anytime anybody wants to be on TV, they're on TV. Yeah. So he gets airtime, and uh, this Richard Raleigh, is, who is he? Is he the mayor? Is he, he wants to run as mayor. He wants I to think. run as mayor. He uh, he goes on live TV and says the jester needs to be taken down. He's terrible. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. And he does this all as a coup because <clears throat> he knows that the jester will then show up at his uh, his office. And, yeah, and then and he's he sitting can, there waiting with a gun, with and, a gun and everything. And the jester agrees to do it. And it, I think he just does it for fun. For like, fun. The, the fact he says ten thousand dollars is like. Whatever. Whatever. Who cares? And uh, so his plan is to kidnap Matt Murdock. And then that way they can use it as a tool for him to drop out of the race. Yeah. And when he when, when Matt Murdock is being kidnapped, that is when Matt reveals that um, Matt or that Mike Murdock, before he died, he trained somebody yes. else mm-hmm. to be Daredevil. And then there's a couple thought bubbles where um, Matt Murdock, as he's being taken away by the jester, is like, these people don't know if I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Those people being Foggy, Karen, and Debbie, because they were on a double, like a double date walk, mm-hmm. or the bad guy. But he's like, I, I have to make it known because something's going to happen and I need to uh, mm-hmm. show up as Daredevil again. And he just so happened to be wearing the outfit, of course. Yeah, even though he hung him up. Yeah. So, oh, I just uh, so happened the, to be. So the, je- the jester kidnaps him. Uh-huh. Puts him in. Oh, this is one of my favorite moments. He kid this. Uh, this is pure genius. This is gold. So Daredevil is kidnapped, thrown into a a jail inside of. Um, I don't know if it's the, uh, if it's the Jester's headquarters. I can't remember. Hmm. But he's inside this jail. The Jester puts him in there, and then Daredevil's like, okay. Thankfully, I have my Daredevil costume on under my clothes. So he takes off his clothes. And now he's Daredevil. But he's he's smart. He goes, you know what? I'm inside of this cage. If the jester comes back, he's going to see Matt Murdock's clothes on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to know that I'm that I'm Daredevil. So what do I do? And he reveals that in his billy club, <laughs> he carries around just a small amount, just enough to get rid of bodies, <laughs> I guess. Or uh, He carries around some acid. Yeah, some vaporous acid. Yeah. And he dumps on his clothes <laughs> and it... it Destroys the clothes. It yep. disintegrates the clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, could have man. opened the bars. I don't know if he realized <laughs> yeah. that he could have melted the bars. Of the- and it's in just the nick of time. Clothes mm-hmm. are destroyed and the jester just shows up. And I think he shows up. Just, like, wait, wait. He goes, hey, I'm back here because I realize this isn't a, you know, I got to make sure everything is kosher in here or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they get, in, they get into a big, they get into a big fight. And uh, the jester once again gets away mm-hmm. and then daredevil kind of keeps his distance and he watches him and that leads him to raleigh's office yeah because i think jester's heading over there to get paid or yeah or, or something like along that lines and as soon as he enters we find out that raleigh's dead yeah and there's a cool little moment where it says if you want to find out how raleigh died little text box yeah read spider-man issue i, I can't yeah, remember what it was it, it, yeah and I, I i didn't go and do it but i was like oh I kind of do want to know. Yeah. Um, the uh, Raleigh Raleigh's dead, and the jester uh, the jester is still like, well, 
I kind of want to take out Daredevil now because, you know, just for something to do. It's kind of irritated <laughs> me. Right. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm skimming ahead. I didn't make enough notes for this episode. but So he, um, so he, 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 he successfully, yeah. he successfully um, gets away. Yeah. And the way he gets away from Daredevil, this, was a, this is what I like about this. This was a one-shot issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended with him getting away from Daredevil. Yeah. And Daredevil doesn't save the day. So the story can continue on in another issue. Yeah. And, and he gets away by throwing marbles on the ground. Yes. And he throws the marbles and the marbles make Daredevil trip. And, and, then, and, and then he falls down. And, and, and this is like a nice throwback to when um, um, the owl threw billiard balls yeah. on the floor. Because Daredevil really can't handle any kind of a spherical object being thrown anywhere near him. Um, Overall, I really like the art of this issue. Yeah, I thought this is some of my favorite art. Um, it was, it was dirty. It was but, yeah, but really it, rough, but it but was it, really it fit energetic. with the, it fit with the jester, like yeah. his long face, his creepy nose on his mask. Yeah, and I just wanted to point out too two things that I liked about the jester. His lair is like a. Um, it's out in the countryside. It's mm-hmm. it's this big house. It's got this funky like circus tent yeah. type uh, type roof, and inside of his main lair, obviously, it's filled with all these toys and gadgets that he uses as weapons. He's got a gigantic painting of himself, yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's just a picture of his face, and he has this big cheesy this big cheesy grin smile on his face. Um, I really like that part of it. And another thing that was cool, and this was a good storytelling technique, in order to tell his origin. Uh, uh, which we talked about how he was a failed theater actor and, yeah. he, and he became the straight man of another com- uh, comic. And yeah, who he would just get pied in the face. Get and, pied and, and the it f- kind of says later on, it doesn't say here, but later on it says it was like a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he gets pied in the face and he decides enough is enough. And that's like the, yeah. the, the thing that kicks him into full training mode. But he, uh, he the lead into that is he's, he takes out a scrapbook and he's looking at that scrapbook and he goes like, this is my... Uh, uh, these are for my eyes only, but it's him reminiscing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the character. Yeah. He's a great fighter. Uh, he's got cool gadgets. He's I, really smart. I, yeah, very smart, goofy just, costume, but still it worked, kind of creepy. And just ego, it's just his ego that is driving him. Yeah. Other than that, he would be like, you know, he's he's almost at like the, in terms of how he goes toe-to-toe with Daredevil, he's almost at that, like that bullseye level of, being someone that Daredevil really struggles to to um, to handle uh, initially, especially that like he beats Daredevil up very mm-hmm. easily, and Daredevil is kind of confused and is like, maybe maybe I'm tired or rusty, maybe I'm just out of practice because I should be able to beat this guy, and he's like, no, he's actually really good. Um, then we go to the next issue, issue forty three. Yeah. this is a famous issue, and it's it's a weird one. It looks yeah. like the artwork looks like a different artist. It really, I was kind of surprised that it was actually uh, Colin doing the artwork mm-hmm. on this because it really looked like someone else had come in, especially the first splash page. Um, but then it settles into to, um, what we've come to expect from, uh, from Gene. One thing I want to say uh, right before we dive into issue 43 yeah. is uh, Daredevil now is no longer dead. No. So Matt was going to keep him dead because he wanted to be with Karen. But yeah. now in his mind, he's like, okay, I had to bring Daredevil back. So once again, and just keep, keeps flip-flopping back and forth. Yeah. But right now it's like, all right, I guess I got I to gotta be Daredevil again. I can't be with Karen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and this issue 
really felt like I'd missed a couple of issues somewhere because um, it starts with him saying, you know, well, I've lost Karen mm-hmm. permanently now. And then we have a flashback to Karen sort of saying like, you know. It was, a, it was an interesting story technique. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time they did this where they they give you the the middle of the story first yeah. and then you had to figure out the first half through the flashbacks. Yeah. And it's uh, uh Karen is like there's the blindness that I can't I can't get over the blindness. There's no way I can be with a blind yeah. man and and storms out. So Daredevil is like, well, I'm Daredevil now then I guess. And he gets you know, he goes a little angry and smashes up his gym and stuff like that and then he's out on patrol swinging around. Um and he thinks back to the jester and how the jester beat him and he's kind of you know, there's a little bit of him like, and that seems like it was too easy. Um, and then he sees, and this is where I got really confused. I, this is where I felt like I was missing something. He has another flashback where he thinks back to his origin. We have another little origin mm-hmm. thing. But he sees that um, Captain America is having a, um, a tournament fight. Yeah. Um, where he's saying, you know, come, it's almost like, come and. Um, Come and see, like, come and fight Captain America and we'll give money to charity. And um, it's in Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Gardens. Mm-hmm. And he he kind of thinks, yeah, I can do that. Um, he has a lot of energy that's yeah. built up. At one point, he, the first, like, third of the issue is him inside of his private gym yeah. working out and then destroying it. Because yeah. he's so mad and distraught over the fact that he had to push Karen away. Yeah, but it keeps saying, it keeps saying, you know, my senses are, he keeps saying I feel weird all the yeah. way through he keeps saying like I feel something doesn't feel right yeah. and I never really well they they did it was very it was very quick yeah but what happened was he's out on patrol mm-hmm. and I think he he's passing overhead and he hears over a radio he hears that a doctor's medical bag has been stolen that's right yes and when the bag was in inside the bag was radioactive material yes and uh, uh, Daredevil makes a little comment like uh, dang it like don't these thieves know that there's always radioactive material inside of doctor bags and they yeah. still and he says I can't remember what it was but he says some goofy line about how well I got radio I have these special senses I'll be able to track down that radioactive yeah I can it's um, almost like a living Geiger counter he, exa- yeah that's exactly what he says and um, I could track that down real quick and he, and he goes and he finds it and he returns the bag well we find out that in doing so that bag um, affected him and made him temporarily go berserk yeah he, he kind of I, and I don't think it says that it's from the same material but it kind of it, it gives him like a an extra dose of right of radioactivity and he, he goes berserk and he and it's crazy because he goes into he decides i'm going to fight captain america so he swings into the ring and he just starts pounding on him and he's he's really super aggressive and captain america's like listen son i think you've made a mistake there's something not quite right here and he's like nope we're gonna fight come on and he keeps going and going and going and Captain America's kind of holding back a little bit and you know he pulls off the the classic daredevil move of kicking him in the face with both his <laughs> his feet and he's just going he's going crazy and then um, Captain America punches him and says you know all bets are off um and then it's an it's an epic battle yeah um but it's a like a non there's no yeah. there's no consequence to this battle and and the way that it ends is Daredevil realizes that he's berserk from these fumes yeah. and kind of just stops and leaves. And then Captain America is like, well, he must have had good reasons yeah. for attacking me. <laughs> well, he, so we'll just let him go. Yeah, I'll let and, him work through what was happening. And, yeah. and then he kind of fakes it with the press. He's like, put up a good show, right, guys? So remember, <laughs> buy war bonds or something. And 
Overall, it was kind of a weaker issue. Um, I like how they tr- really tried to dive into how he felt about Karen. Yeah. Um, this was this issue was strictly for the the fact of getting Daredevil and Captain America together, trying yeah. to sell comic books. And it felt like um, like uh, Gene Colan was trying to do Jack Kirby whenever he did Captain America. It felt like he was really trying to draw like Jack Kirby. There's a lot yeah. of like the facial expressions were very Jack Kirby like. Mm-hmm. Um, that about sums that one up. That, I think. Yeah, I mean that one. It's 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 a quick read, but it's kind of like a. I I, I was genuinely you saying that reminded me, but I was genuinely confused when I was reading that. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? It, yeah, it jumps around a lot. It, yeah. Some of it doesn't make sense, but, uh, but it was it was more about seeing Daredevil and um, uh, Captain America in the ring together. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, issue forty four oh, comes along. Love issue forty four. That was the issue that I gave Jamie at the yes. beginning of the uh, podcast here, titled "I Murderer." I Murderer. We we it was both both me and him. We talked about it um, earlier. It, it was one of our favorite issues. Yeah. Um, forty four through forty six is another three parter. I, mm-hmm. I really feel like they're they're really taking time because early on a lot of these issues were just. They were one and one and done. Yeah. But when they have a good story, they really try to kind of stretch it out over three issues, and that's what they did here. And once again, we bring back the jester. I, I think they wrote issue forty three. Yeah, and then, or sorry, I think they wrote issue forty two, and then they realized, they man, this do. this jester is awesome. Yeah, yeah, we got to do this dumb Captain America one because <laughs> yeah. every, because it's on the plate. We have to get it out there. But I'm gonna get back into the jester because I got so much fun jester stuff to do. Yeah, and. Uh, 44 through 46. Yeah. It was spot on. Um, and our, the, our favorite part of it, I'm going to let you talk about it. Cause, oh, yeah. But but our, our favorite part, uh, sorry, just go ahead. Okay, so um, the jester, uh, Jonathan Powers is his, his real name, and he, he comes up with a brilliant plan. What his plan is is that he is going to He's going to make an announcement and he's going to have the world watch him when he makes this announcement. He's going to tell people he has a statement about uh, who Daredevil is. He says, I know for certain. I can tell you, Daredevil, is I'm going to make this announcement on a bridge and I'd like you to film me and I'd like a lot of attention for this. And everyone's like, this guy's like a whack job actor, but sure, he knows who Daredevil is. So, and it's, you know, it's easy to get airtime in the Marvel Universe. So let's, let's film him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that he gets a bunch of witnesses and what he does is he gets Daredevil to come to the bridge and then. When Daredevil's nearby, he kind of shouts, help, help, help. And Daredevil swings down and is like, what the, what's going on here? And um, Jonathan Powers, because he's not in the, the, the Jester costume here, he fights him, but then he kind of lets Daredevil hit him a couple of times and then goes over the edge of the bridge whilst the cameras are all rolling and photographers yeah, he, are going. he makes sure that there are people that are witnessing yeah. this. And he shouts, Daredevil's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then he plunges into the water where he has a submarine waiting for him. And what's so clever about this is that his whole, the whole reason why he does this is he realizes that his alter ego mm-hmm. powers is a weakness. Yeah. So he says, I need to get rid of him. I'm going to fake his death. So that way people think he's dead. And then that won't be a weakness anymore or a chance where people could use that against me. And I can kill two birds with one stone. I can frame Daredevil for my murder so that way it puts everyone against him yeah. and makes him seem like he's a bad guy. It was a genius yeah. plan. And then he gets he goes on to a TV show again <laughs> and says, like, you know, <laughs> I'm the good guy. I, I stopped Daredevil. Daredevil's a bad guy and yeah. uh, gets Daredevil to come. Yeah, come immediate, the- immediately after um, he takes the dive into his submarine, mm-hmm. um, 
the cops think Daredevil is bad. Yeah. And like instantly, instantly. And then there's a whole issue of a chase yeah. where it's just Daredevil trying to get away from the police. What we just told you about his scheme and the whole events that basically takes up the whole first issue. Yeah. The second issue is the chase issue where Daredevil's trying to get away from the cops and, and the jester butts in at one point, like you were mentioning, gets some airtime and says, I'll stop him for you. Yeah. And he does. He stops Daredevil, he delivers uses, him to the police. Yeah. He uses a uh, popcorn, sleep gas popcorn or yep. like a, a, like a, a, it just kind of knocks you out. Popcorn that explodes that knocks you out. Mm-hmm. And it's so, you know, he keeps, he's he's always one step ahead. Like every time Daredevil tries to do something, he says, oh no, here, try this. And, yeah. and stops him. And uh, Daredevil goes on this run where he's like, I've got to get out of here. He does the two-footed kick to the head, obviously, and then swings to some trees and the police just open fire on him. It's like all the goodwill is gone. They're just <laughs> like, yep, got to shoot Daredevil now. And he goes, he goes on a run where he's like, I've got to get, back i've got to find a way of getting home but they're all watching matt murdoch's apartment the police are, are constantly trying to find me uh he gets like a couple of times he gets cornered by police and he has to f- not fight his way out but he kind of tricks them to get away um he ends up on the subway yeah he just got he's he's like running he's mm-hmm. he's just wearing himself out daylight's coming he's completely falling apart and he's like i've got to get i've got to get a break i can't keep going i'm gonna and he, he finds a guy on a subway very early in the morning and the guy's got a, a trench coat on. So he grabs the guy, puts the trench coat on. He uses his uh, his hyper keen senses to exert just the right amount of pressure yeah. on pressure points. So that way it puts the pedestrian to sleep. but doesn't hurt him at all. Yeah, he does. And, like a neck and, and to show that he is a good guy. He leaves a little cash in his pocket, so that way he's not stealing yeah. the trench coat. He's just he's purchasing it. Yeah, which I guess he he decided to start doing after he had like got a few cabs as yeah. Daredevil <laughs> in the past. Um, so he gets onto the um, the subway and he's riding the subway, and a couple of guys are like, "Hey, that guy's got red gloves on," and he's like, "Oh, I better put my hands into." My pockets, and then just it just so happens that was somebody else on someone the else is on the subway. A certain Jonathan Powers, yeah. but not Jonathan Powers because he's, he's he's dead. dead. It's the jester, but he's not in a jester costume, and he's thinking to himself how amusing it is to travel with hoi polloi. <laughs> it's like I'm going to see how people move around the sea, and you know he gets on a subway and he's like, "This is terrible. There's all these people around. This is disgusting." And then he looks down and he notices. The boots. He, <laughs> he sees, sees Daredevil's, Daredevil's boots. boots. He's like, hang on a second. Those boots can only belong to one man. And he goes, hey, there's Daredevil. He's right here in his car. Get him. So Daredevil has to run. He's like, oh, I forgot my boots. Jumps off of the subway train, pulls the emergency cable, escapes from the subway train, and is like, I've got to, I, I cannot sleep. I've got to get away. And he ends up at um, Staten Island, right? Yeah, they, they climb up the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. and, and they have a big fight up there. And uh, there's police that are hovering up above. Yeah. And the way that the battle ends is so Daredevil and Jester, they're throwing blows. And then the cops are close by. And then all of a sudden, one of them starts to fall out. So Daredevil goes. And because you got to remember here, the police are there because they're trying to stop Daredevil. Yeah, not the Jester because they think that he's bad. Daredevil's so, the bad guy. Yeah, so one of the officers falls out mm-hmm. and is kind of hanging on for dear life. So in the middle... So Daredevil has to stop fighting the jester to save him. And then when he saves him, this guy's a punk. Yeah. The, the police officer swings his arm around and jabs him in the neck with a, um, with a like a he, tranquilizer. Yeah, he syringes him. He's yeah. like, well, I don't feel great doing this, but 
Oh, well. It's like, thanks for saving my life, but boom. boom. So then uh, Daredevil, so now he's captured by the police, and then they take him to an infirmary yeah. uh, to remove heal. remove the mask, yeah. Yeah, and actually the issue ends um, with uh, a, I think somebody who just works in the infirmary yes, with his someone. hand like on the on the tip of the mask getting ready to take it, yeah. take it off. So that makes us all think, uh-oh, we've got to have an unmasking happening next mm-hmm. issue. So and I, I love the it's the New York State Prison. I love the the artwork and the opening of the the next issue, issue forty six, where the guy's like, "Hmm, maybe I could have a look at him." And Daredevil's awake at this stage, where he's just about to pull his mask off, and he just punches him in the face. <laughs> like, nope, that's not going to happen. Um, flips him around, hides, and the the completely inept prison guards burst in and are like, "Oh, he got away, but he's hiding under the bed." Mm-hmm. Um, holding onto the bed, and he says, I, "I had a hunch you wouldn't bend down all the way, so I knew that I didn't have to. I, I could hide if I held onto the bed just a certain way." Right. And he throws on a, a doctor's coat. Yeah, he he sneaks out pretending to be a doctor and uh, takes his gloves off this time. Yes, yeah. we'll make the glove mistake twice. Yeah, and he gets he gets all the way out of the prison. I love how he gets like all the way, and the prison guards like on the phone saying what's that someone might have escaped anyway sorry yeah uh, go ahead doctor you go ahead yeah what were you saying there might be someone escaped a doctor you say oh he's <laughs> like so um daredevil gets away then he he meets a, a homeless guy and buys his clothes off of him for like 20 dollars or something isn't it yeah, I can't remember the dollar amount but because he needs to go back 10 to, it's 10 dollars <laughs> he doesn't have his billy club no right no. Yeah, no, he doesn't have his billy club, and he, he needs to go back to to Nelson Murdoch, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to show up in the doctor gear. Yeah. So, and underneath the doctor gear, I guess would be his daredevil clothes. Yeah. He doesn't want to show up that way. So on his on his travels, he sees a homeless man and, and buys his clothes. Yeah, for ten dollars. And then it was he, ten bucks. Okay. He bursts in, and they they're like, "Why are you wearing a homeless guy's clothes?" And he says, "Oh, I was mugged," <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. And I've lost my cane, and he kind of stumbles around, and I go, "Oh, here's your cane." Um, and so. Then, I was just going to say, so so a little time passes and he comes up with a plan to stop the jester. He does. And to clear his name altogether. Yeah. So uh, once again, in this universe, it is super easy to get airtime. <laughs> he gets a whole studio. He, yeah, he gets with a whole audience. studio. He goes to a costume <laughs> shop, gets a very realistic looking jester mm-hmm. outfit because at this point, that's what everyone wants to buy because they yeah. all think the jester is a good guy. They love him, so they jester all want to look like the jester. everywhere. Everywhere. So he buys one of the good looking ones, gets on TV, pretends to be the jester. Mm-hmm. This the the real jester, of course, sees this, says no one can pretend to be me. Yeah. This is terrible. He ends up showing up at the news station at the studio. They end up battling, and yeah. Daredevil basically tricks him into getting close to him, and he takes off. Um, Daredevil takes off. They're, they're both in jester outfits, by the way. Yeah. He he takes off uh, the real jester's mask, and we see that it's Jonathan Powers. Yeah. And it has uh, this crazy balloon that he's he's fighting him with, like a ping pong ball that keeps expanding in size as well. Yeah, he has so many cool weapons. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, the fight is like this one page thing where it's finally I think Daredevil's got the the, the metal of him and he's just yeah, he's just punching yeah. him and fighting it's him. It's a great page. I know the page you're talking about. It's a splash page, mm-hmm. but it has a whole bunch of dialogue. Yeah. And it's got five or six different scenes where we see several jesters and several daredevils and they're fighting each other. I this is page, that was page eighteen. Yes. I know, or, or that was yes. Last podcast, I, I couldn't remember the page number. Yeah. This is page eighteen, and uh, it's a big fight between uh, Jester and Daredevil, drawn perfectly. It was it was cool. Yeah, it was great. It's really good. I and of it. course, like he unmasks him, and the police instantly go, "Oh, look, he must be innocent." Oh well, that's cool. Like there's no 
due process. There's no like, this guy was a murderer and we've got to bring him in. They're like, oh, we made a mistake. Oh, well, we'll let Daredevil go then. And um, <laughs> so, so, the, so the issue ends basically with uh, uh, Matt, you know, Matt Murdock. He, you know, he beat the jester. The jester's behind bars. Mm-hmm. And now he's just walking around contemplating like, well, gosh darn it. Now I can't be with Karen for sure because I have to be Daredevil. Have to be Daredevil. And uh, before we move on to issue forty-seven, one thing yeah. I wanted to point out, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, but this was the first time, at least that, that I remember seeing, all the panels before this were square rectangles. Mm-hmm. If you take a look at these three issues on this on these Jester books, yeah, all of the panels were jagged and they were oh, yeah. they were triangles and mm-hmm. angles, and it fit perfectly for the Jester, yeah, because of how kind of kooky he is yeah. and, and, and the angles. And it was awesome just because it was so different. And it, uh, it the, your eyes float across the pages perfectly, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, the panel layout was, was awesome. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. It was different. Yeah. That, the first page of that is like a really good, it, the, the panels are kind of stacked like cards that have been spread across a table. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I don't know if it was just times were changing and they were deciding that they didn't have to do square anymore. Maybe, They were yeah. trying to be a little more abstract. Mm-hmm. But regardless of the reason for doing it, it really worked for the jester. Yeah. It really did a lot. It really was. They're, they're, it's a great story. Yeah. Um, issue 47 comes along, and this is one that uh, apparently this is one of Stanley's favorite uh, writing gigs. This is one of the, the the stories that he's most proud of, and it's a very simple. It's a kind of standalone story, but it introduces a character that's going to be coming uh, yeah. back a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that there is a uh, a Vietnam vet. Um, is it Vietnam? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It start. Yeah, they're in Vietnam, um, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, a black guy who has lost his eyesight. His eyesight is is uh, failing up because he got caught in a, an explosion. Yeah, he was. He saved his whole. Um, yeah, I forget what you call it. Uh, uh, platoon. Yeah, or, yeah. He saved everybody else, and but doing so, there was a grenade that went off yeah. and ended up uh, blinding him. But we actually at the very start of the issue we see him right before he goes completely blind where he's still able to see a little bit. Yeah. He's watching a show where Daredevil comes to entertain the troops. Yes. Uh, and then so he gets to see Daredevil, kind of an idol of his. Yeah, and it's the last thing that he sees is Daredevil really putting on a show for him and then the eye, his eyesights go. Um, he he goes blind and he um, Daredevil goes in and talks to him and, you know, there's a lot of, like, uh, you know... It's not as bad as you think. It's going to be okay. You can, we can get you sorted out. Don't worry. It's it isn't the end of the world. But I can't tell you why. But it isn't the end of the yeah. world. And he's he's completely like, I don't have a chance. And when I go back to America, I actually have a outstanding warrant warrant for, for his arrest. I believe. Yeah. His it, we we didn't say his name. His name is Willie Lincoln. Willie Lincoln. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and he is an ex-cop, mm-hmm. and he's been kicked off the force in disgrace. Um, so he was framed for money laundering. Yeah, he was framed for money laundering, but what it actually was was it was a, a fit-up for a corrupt... Um, um, I can't remember if it was a crook. Uh, it was a crook. It was a, a bunch of crooks. Yeah, there was a mob boss. Uh, who wanted was, to uh, buy Big, him off. Biggie Benson. Yes. Was the name of the, mo- the mm-hmm. mob boss, and uh, they wanted to buy him off and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. So then they ended up framing him for taking money. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he has a court date as soon as he gets back to America. Yeah. And he deci- and he realizes he needs a lawyer and he goes into a welfare uh, department. To he, get- we, need, we need to point out too that 
Um, back in issue uh, 43 yeah. with Captain America, we learned that Karen left. Yes, now, that's right. Yes, left Karen left, and Nelson she's been in hiding. Murdoch. No one has, has mm-hmm. found her. No one knows what she's doing. And this actually happens a couple of times with Karen where... Um, as a character, she vanishes, and she just completely vanishes yeah. from from the book. Um, we find that she's working in in this welfare department, helping people out and getting them uh, set up with with legal counsel. Um, and she she says, "I know someone that can help you, but you have to absolutely promise that you will not say that I gave you the name. But you should go see this guy called Matthew Murdoch." Um, and and she never tells him that that he's blind. Yeah. So they go and they meet up and they hit it off and he hears his case and he says, I know I can I can help you out, don't worry. We'll get you we'll get you cleared, you get your name clean and get you working back on the force. Um, we'll get you like a desk job or something like that. So he he says that this guy is gonna spill all, he's gonna talk and the um um Biggie um sends in some goons and Daredevil stands guard, beats up the goons. There's a couple of panels in this that um, I noticed that Gene Cullen has this thing of every now and then he'll draw the glasses at like a, they'll, they'll be at weird angles from the face. But they still don't want to show the eyes. No, they still don't want to show the eyes. Um, then they get him to court and there's this, there's this great thing where, you know, it feels like it's falling apart, but then there's another witness that he kind of completely gets to spill the beans on. <laughs> it's like, he says something, he says like this. And, and, and I want to say this, this is the first time yes. that we actually see Matt Murdock doing some law, like some real law yeah. work. It's it's kind of a cheese ball scenario, but he he actually is there. He's he has the defendant, and mm-hmm. he's you know he brings in witnesses. Yeah, and we haven't really seen him do any law work. We've just been hearing about. Yeah, him. we've heard that he's this hotshot lawyer. And basically, what happens is that he that the the eyewitness, the key eyewitness, who says he clearly saw this money laundering or this this payoff going down. Um, on this date, um, Matt Murdock says that, that the weather report on that date says that it was cloudy. It was cloudy. It was foggy. There was no way you could have could seen, seen it. it from where he was at. Cause he and the guy's like, oh, you're right. I'm not going down. It was him <laughs> instantly. <laughs> and it was all a coup because it wasn't, it, it was fake. It yeah. wasn't actually foggy that no. night. No. So he gets Smart him. Lawyering. Yeah. He gets, uh, Willie cleared, but then they still try to take him out. Yeah. Uh, Matt's there. Yeah. There's, there's, it's a, it's a cool little scene because, um, at this point, this is when, and I don't know how he didn't figure it out before through the press and everything, but this is when Willie figures out that his lawyer was actually blind. Yeah. And and uh, so Matt's at his house, and he's trying to explain to Willie, look, um, you aren't helpless. Yeah. If a blind man can be a lawyer, think about everything that you can do. And he's like, and he's he's, he's trying to motivate him. Yeah. And while this is happening, and another reason why Daredevil was there because he knew something was going to happen. Yeah. This is when um, Biggie's uh, goons come to try to take him out. Yeah. And you have another one of those, um, which we saw with the uh, Mister Hyde and uh, Cobra, the fights where they kill the lights, and everything is in this blue washed out thing, and you can see the fight going on in the in the dark, pretty yeah. much. Um, and very heavy inking. Very heavy inking. Daredevil and uh, Willie's dog take care of the goons and they save the day and um you know they've gotten pretty good at inking uh sorry they've gotten pretty good at drawing um darkness indoors yeah but they still haven't quite figured out how to do it outdoors it's always really bright at least with the coloring i mean i'm sorry not the drawing with the coloring 
Now, issue 48's cover is uh, very well known, oh, and it's yeah. a classic cover, but it's the return, I say but, it's the return of Stiltman. Although, let me say this, Jamie, and I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but um, we, you know, we've talked about how Stiltman is a little bit more of the more ridiculous villain, yeah. but I actually liked Stiltman in this one. I thought that Stiltman is, is starting to kind of build, yeah. build up to becoming a better supervillain that is a little less on the cheesy side. Yeah, and you never see him out of the costume, and it makes him kind of monstrous. As mm-hmm. he's very, they they did a thing before where they kind of bulked him up a little bit and made him more less stiff, I guess, and more kind of like this this powerful presence. And in this, he's very much like a um, he he's he's a he's a tough guy. Yeah, th- th- this is, I I like this issue a lot actually, and um, a couple of things happen here. This is the issue where. Um, uh, Nelson and Murdoch separate. Yeah, Foggy becomes Foggy DA. Foggy becomes DA, and the the relationship between um, uh, the relationship between Matt and Karen kind of officially starts. This, from my, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, mm-hmm. but this issue features the first time they kiss. Yeah, I think I, you're right. I, Except I not, for like peck on the cheek. This yeah, is this first. is an actual kiss, and <clears throat> Matt. Goes in. Uh, it's the the last. It's like the last day before the big election. Yeah. And Foggy's you know stressed out. Debbie's there trying to console him. And Matt comes in, and Karen just so happens to return. Yeah. He smells and, a perfume yeah, outside. And and you know so he gets all excited because he hasn't seen her in a long time. And she shows up and she literally goes up to him and was like, "Look, I don't care what happened in the past. I want to be with you. Come here, slugger." And just lays one on him. And yeah. I'm not talking about one of those big punches. I'm talking about some smooching kissing. Yeah. So it was it was a, it was it was a cool little moment. But then what made it bad was that immediately after, because the reason why Matt was there was he had heard that Stiltman was going to come for Foggy mm-hmm. because Stiltman was hired to stop Foggy so he wouldn't become DA to actually kill him this time, yeah. not just scare him off. So he shows up trying to get everybody out of the office. So he knows that Stiltman's on his way, so he has to get everybody out of there. But he just kissed Karen. Yeah. So what does he do? He shrugs, he kind of pushes her away. Yeah, he says, I've like, got some work to do, everyone yeah, everyone out. get out of here. And uh, Foggy's like, well, hold on a second. This is uh, my big date tomorrow or yeah. whenever. I need, I'm need. i doing this last-minute minute planning, and, and, and Matt's like, no, everybody leave. I need this space. Yeah. And Karen's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, leave. And, and just wants to get everybody out. So, so everyone agrees to leave. Foggy has this awesome moment with matt where it's basically like you're a punk like i hate you and then left we're done yeah and and karen is you know she's really kind of doesn't know what to think but she leaves too and then matt is just mopey and and man what did i do i feel terrible but luckily we don't have to deal with that for too much because that's when Stiltman shows up and we have an awesome battle yeah it was amazingly drawn between Stiltman and uh daredevil several splash pages um, a nice double foot to the head. Yeah, very early on. And, um, and we're this issue, uh, and, I, and and I really noticed it here too. We're back to the square panels. Yeah, we went away from the jaggedness, yeah. so that went that was just for the Jester storyline there. Mm-hmm. And now we're back in the square panels, but there's so many good ones. Yeah, Stillman does this smart thing where he extends his leg out through a wall, taking Daredevil with him, and Daredevil's hanging outside of the building. And then he retracts his leg, and Daredevil was like, "I, this is going to be too fast. I can't do anything," and ends up plummeting. Yeah. And he's like, "I've got to, got to find a way of stopping my fall." And he, luckily, there's a flagpole, but it's still like, 
Yeah. It, it was it, oh, it's, it's a smart move. I really like um, towards the end of the fight mm-hmm. when uh, Daredevil gets the upper hand, even though of course Stiltman ends up uh, escaping at the yeah. end, which is great because it's 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 better than always having them break out of jail. Yeah. So he escapes at the end, but right before Daredevil lands, like the finishing kick yes. to the face, <laughs> it's, it's a splash page. Page eighteen again. Boy, eighteen oh, seems to be some good splash pages. Oh yeah. And uh, it's one of those super powerful kicks where he swings his whole body, and we see all the trajectory lines drawn in by Gene, and a smack to the head, and the way that the stilt man is leaning back, and it's just a cool page. It's great. I it really knocks him into a battle. building. Yeah. And the the episode it ends with uh, like you said, the stilt man escapes, and then Matt goes back. Foggy becomes the DA. And everyone's like, what does this mean for you, Mr. Murdoch? How, what are you going to do? And he's like, no comment. I'm, I'm, I'm out. No comment. And he kind of yeah. storms off. and No, no more Nelson. No more Nelson, Nelson and, and Murdoch. Murdoch. But, I mean, he couldn't have continued it anyways because he's now the DA. Foggy wins and he's the DA. So. Yeah. It's interesting take on Foggy. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, we're not going to go over in this podcast how long he's a DA because he's going to be DA for several, several issues. Yeah. But... Um, it's just weird to see him in that powerful role because in so in so many future issues uh, after reading ahead, I noticed like he has so much power and yeah. he's not afraid to use the power. No, and, and he even gets the Matt working for him. Yeah, yeah, and he's confident, yeah. and uh, his girlfriend becomes his assistant, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. Now the last uh, two that we're going to do in this podcast, we're going to rush through it a little bit just because it's such a lame character. <laughs> that, uh, basically like, it yeah. starts. How, you can't win them all. We had no, some good ones. This we group, did. we had Dr. Doom, we had Jester, the still man there, but yeah. So basically Daredevil, Matt says, is like, that's it. I'm giving up Daredevil again. This is like the sixth time. Yeah. In he's three like, I, cho- I choose Karen. I choose Karen. I'm giving up. And what happens is that it, there's this weird Android that's, waiting in his apartment that attacks him. And I think this is this is where you actually see him without his glasses very clearly a couple but, of times. But, but, but they still don't show his out. eyes. They black out his yeah. eyes, yeah. Um, the android attacks him and, and pretty, like, is pretty vicious and has this weird counter, this this ridiculous counter that, that doesn't mean anything. It just no. uh, ch- changes numbers. Actually, uh, you may have missed <laughs> it. One thing it does mean is that... Uh, it goes up a number yeah. based off of how strong he is. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, it's the, a counter, like, I need to go a little stronger. Right now I'm at 10%, go to 2, and now yeah. I'm at 20% power. But but uh, the power is just not his strength. He also grows in size. Yeah, he can do he gets, so much. He gets bigger. So he smashes up Murdoch's house, actually goes for Matt Murdoch. And we don't even know who he is. We, we don't, don't know, know why he's, he's there, from. where he came from. And and he beats he beats him. Yeah, he knocks him out and, and carries him away. And then there's a guy... Oh, I, I hate this part. The the can I can I just say it? Yes, I'm sorry, Jamie. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, no. So this robot is pretty darn powerful. I mean, we we saw what he could do. He beat he beat Matt Murdock, <laughs> and he's carrying him out right. And all of a sudden, as he's he has, I think he's on his shoulders, or mm. he's carrying him in his arms under his arm. So the monster's walking, and he hears this little, you know, he hears this. Uh, he hears a little tap 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 tap. Yeah, and then he realizes, oh my goodness, I feel threatened. Yeah. Somebody like my, my first thing I'm supposed to do is take care of myself. I better drop, drop daredevil on the ground I'm and out. get the heck out of there because this tap taps coming at me. This is Wh- the exact, I'll read the exact line. Ready? <laughs> okay. I sense unexpected danger. My first function is to protect myself. I must leave my victim and flee. 
tap, 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 tap. And it's it's uh, Willie Lincoln. Yeah, and his it, dog. And his dog just walking down the street. And apparently he is so scary yeah. that this monster has to leave Matt Murdock and get out of there. That monster's racist. <laughs> he he could have carried Matt away, but no. <laughs> Um, he carries him away, and there is uh, there's the guy that Biggie Nelson. Uh, Biggie Benson, he, car- he carries him away, meaning Willie. Willie carries, yeah. yes, Willie carries Matt away, and it's like, what happened? What? Why is your building all smashed up? Not that I can see, but I, why are you out in the street with your <laughs> shirt off? Um, Biggie has hired this guy who is this very flamboyant and theatrical um, villain called Star Saxon, and yeah. he's like really dramatic, and he's hired him to um, to take care of daredevil. daredevil he wants revenge because daredevil was a reason why he's in bars yeah. and not willie and not willie yeah so what star saxon has done is he's built this robot to hunt people based on their smell that you can get from a photograph yeah i have i have, a, I have it written down right here jamie it's um it's a photograph that has odoriferous elements on it yes and you insert the photo into an aromascope. Mm-hmm. And when you insert it into the aromascope, that is when it can it can track you down no matter where you're at based yeah. off of just a photo. And that robot won't stop until it gets you unless a black man starts tapping near it and then he will <laughs> flee. Um, so he's like, that's weird that that, um, that happened and I better get back home. Willie's kind of patched him up and he's like that. And, and the, the robot is his, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I just w- wanted to uh, point out that um, Star Saxon, it's his robot that, that attacked Daredevil, you know, and uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't really even care. Saxon, yeah. Saxon is more about thinking about the bigger picture. My robot is going to be what everybody wants to hire. Yeah. So this is going to be in demand. He's like, I don't care about Biggie Benson's vendetta. It, yeah. it doesn't make any difference to me. Um, I could ask for triple quadruple. I'm looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. My robot is going to be the thing that everyone in the world wants once they see what I, how it can take down daredevil. Mm-hmm. So the robot comes back. And wraps him up in a mattress after a fight. It's a yeah. pretty good fight, but it's still just it's the, the robot. There's nothing to the robot. So. Yeah. Now the next issue, issue fifty, which you know, I thought, oh, it's going to be some oversight. <laughs> it's just a regular issue. But, but we should talk about the art. We should. We should talk about the artist. The artist is, and and as far as I could find out, I think it was the first Marvel work that he did. It's Barry Windsor Smith, going mm-hmm. by Barry Smith at this stage, um, who is a younger. Uh, English artist, I believe. I don't know if he's or he, they, they. I, I try. I did a little research on it, but like I said, a new job, and I've lost most of my notes this episode, <laughs> as you might know. Um, and it's it's Barry Smith and Johnny Craig who come in on the artwork, and they're basically just aping um, um, Jack Kirby at this at mm-hmm. this point. And it kind of reminds me of uh, Tom Cioli's artwork, who is an artist that works now that has a very um like silver age style and it has it's very dynamic it's very exciting but it's it's very jarring to go from gene colon to this um and it's it's again it's a direct continuation um daredevil comes to wrapped up in the mattress and fights the robot again and this is when we learn the robot can increase its mass or increase its size um you it manages to become a giant there's a lot of kirby crackle and stuff like that that goes on um 
I think Karen's trying to phone Matt at this point to, to sort of ap- not apologize, yeah. but just be like, just look, I should, I should have, I should have listened to you yeah. before you kicked us all out, you know, for the whole st- stilt man battle. Yeah. And even Foggy's Fog- kind of, yeah, he's the about, same way. Like, well, maybe like, Matt maybe. had his reasons. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't judge him so quickly. Um, it's pretty lame issue to be honest it's, with you. Yeah, it's not great. I, There's a, it's a decent fight, and it's interesting to see Barry Windsor Smith do his artwork, especially because it's so different from what his artwork actually becomes much later. Yeah. Um, he, he and he sticks on and does issue fifty two as well. Oh, oh he sorry, does? issue fifty one as well. Oh, okay. I, I believe. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they have this. They have this fight, and they take it out to the street, and then. But, the the thing is, is that uh, one thing you forgot to mention, uh, the. Uh, Oh, never mind. You haven't gotten to that part yet. The robot with the picture, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. So what happens is they they go back to the lab and in the lab, um, the robot somehow is like, I've done my job. Oh, no. um, He's fighting Daredevil and uh, he ends up getting hit really hard or the robot. So he has to be reprogrammed. Yeah, he has to be reprogrammed. Daredevil does something to make him kind of lose his memory. In fact, there's a great shot where Daredevil's standing there next to the robot and the robot just kind of turns around and walks away. Yeah. And Daredevil's like, what's going on? Um, he needs to go back to his master yeah. in order to uh, get reprogrammed. So Daredevil uses that as an excuse to follow him. He follows him. He tells and, everyone to stay back and right, tells the right, police right. to leave it. And then he follows him back to the lab and um, Star Saxon throws some liquid phosphorus at him and he dodges it and there's like a huge fire. And um, whilst the robot's kind of reprogramming itself or getting itself back into order he panics and puts a picture in that he thinks is daredevil that's uh, gonna set the robot back yeah, he's trying daredevil. to reprogram the robot and to give him his mission again which is to kill whoever yeah the photo is and then in. the robot says i have been reprogrammed my mission destroy the one called biggie benson and the robot goes off to the jail where biggie benson's being held and star saxon's like no i put the wrong picture in and um, Daredevil tries to stop the robot, but it's too tough, and he's kind of passing out. And Star Saxon's kind of watching and leaving, and he he runs off and drives away, and he chases after the robot, gets to the jail, and <laughs> see the thing is, is Daredevil obviously, and any good superhero realizes that even a supervillain is a life I have to protect if yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, and since uh, Saxon put in that photo of of good old Billy. Or is that his name? Uh, Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, good old Biggie Benson. Since he put that photo in there, I got to make sure that that robot doesn't go and kill him. Yeah. So Daredevil and the robot show up at the same time at the jail, Mm -hmm. and the issue leaves with a cliffhanger. Yeah, Daredevil gets winged by one of the guards. He gets shot while he's trying to I was going to point that out, yeah. I I was, was, yeah, I was going to point that out. Um, But yes, so basically it's a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. So everybody that's listening to this podcast, unfortunately, is going to have to wait until the next podcast to find out what ends up happening with with Daredevil, who's just been shot. Yeah. And uh, the the Biggie Benson and the robot and see how it all ties up in issue 51. Yes. Um, Well, so we've gone over 50 issues so far. It's been a a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been great going back and and reading most of these for the first time and Mm -hmm. reading some of them that I have read in the past. Um, It's it's been a lot of fun. One thing I want to point out 
was that obviously issue 50 is the first time that Daredevil's ever been shot. Mm-hmm. And he will be shot a lot, especially yes. in, the, in the later stuff. He yeah. gets shot all the time. But so that was his first time being shot. And Daredevil ended up in jail three times in the yeah. first 50 issues. Three times. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Was never unmasked once. No, was not unmasked once. This is actually um, one thing that this is, is uh, I guess... Uh, special about this issue is this is the last one that Stanley is credited as the writer on. Exactly. So this is Stan's finale. Yep. Um, but yeah, he got Daredevil's gone through a lot. I think uh, luckily Mike Murdock is now dead. Yeah. Um, we think about all of the villains that were created in the first the first fifty issues. Yeah. We saw the life and the death of of the Mass Marauder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some great stuff with the Ox. Mm-hmm. We saw the introduction of the Owl and the Jester. Uh, the Gladiator, yeah, a lot of great stuff oh. with Gladiator, Stiltman, Stiltman. Who, like I said, I'm starting to kind of, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm jumping on Team Stiltman a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, Jamie. they're making him a, a yeah. pretty good fighter. Um, we John Romita's art, yeah, I loved it. Gene Cole, Wally Wood, it, Wally Wood. We got the new, we got the new red outfit. Yeah. A lot of stuff in the first, uh, I guess it'd be four or five years, yeah, of his existence. Mm-hmm. We had some fun cameos with Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah. Ape Man. Ape Man. Frog Man. Frog Man. Briefly. <laughs> <laughs> the Leaper. Got, got a few ones. Do you have a do you have a favorite issue? Um out of the first fifty? Yeah. Ooh. Um while you're thinking about it, let me tell you mine. Okay. My favorite, I think, is still issue fifteen. Yeah. That was the one where the ox uh, kind of like the did the, the brain switcheroo. I just really like the cleverness mm-hmm. on how they ended up morphing kind of back to their own intelligent levels. Yeah. And I liked how the ox ended up realizing he's going to go back to jail but try to make something of himself. Yeah. And and John Romita's art was great on that. Yeah. So th- it's between that one, issue 18, which is the first issue of The Gladiator. Yeah. I really like the art in that. Seven and is good. Was, seven was great, yeah, with the Submariner. Um, um, but then also 44. 44 and 42. Yeah. Those are the highlights for me. But yeah. if I had to pick the favorite, I probably would pick 15 with maybe 42, 44. Yeah. And then 18-ish. That makes sense to and me. And then I do like seven, but I, I think I would go that way. Yeah. Sorry, what about you? What would you pick? I'd go 44. I really just enjoyed yeah. how... Well, I got you the right one. You then. did. I got, that's so perfect. great. That is awesome. <laughs> and, and the short-lived uh, logo. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, they changed the... Ma- it, it goes, here comes Daredevil and then underneath the Man Without Fear... That was on all the first 50 issues with the exception of, I think it was four, yeah. where they changed it to just Dare, Dare Dash Devil. Dare Dash Devil. And it was a huge logo that took up like a third of the page yeah. too. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess b- before we end here, we, we got to ask each other a, a question to we try to do, stump them. Yes, yeah. yeah. You went first last time, so I, I did, guess so I will go, go first ahead. on this one. Unfortunately, a lot of the questions we already got answered, <laughs> um, but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper onto mm-hmm. issue two, or sorry, onto uh, issue 40, no, it was issue 38, mm-hmm. um, when we talked about this was when Dr. Doom yeah. was uh, inside Daredevil's body mm-hmm. and trying to convince all of his minions slash goons that he is Daredevil. Yeah. He mentioned that he had a ring yes. that he had slipped off. So I want to dive a little bit more about that. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the ring and Ooh. do you remember what the ring does? Oh, well, the ring is called the Ring Imperial. Okay. You I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Yes. And it does. Well, let, me, let me give you a hint. Oh, well, this isn't really a hint, but this is just one little part to it. It's some the thing that it can do. Only Doctor Doom 
according to him, he's the only one that can control it. Yeah, it kind of emits this this weird pulse that like, not like a pain thing, but it like disables them slightly and, and makes them... It's written as, um, it's called the Ring Imperial, yeah. and it shoots out mind-bending rays. Yes, mind-bending rays. Yeah. How fantastic. Th- that's what that ring the does. The Ring Imperial. Yeah. Oh. Th- that, that was, because uh, you had mentioned the ring, and I was yeah. like, dang it, I hope he doesn't remember the name <laughs> of it. But uh, I did remember the name just because I thought it was such a great, and, yeah. and I was just, I loved how he was like, yeah, I, I switched it when we switched bodies. You didn't see me do it. I <laughs> took care of that. Um, my question is from the Fantastic Four 73. Okay. Uh, the next uh, issue in that storyline. And um, it's about Thor. Now, they mentioned that Thor, we see him having come from a fight, and he leaves pretty abruptly after he's fought uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. And it says he's going to, I think, either continue or he has to go and fight the same person. Um, do you remember who he was fighting? Uh, was it... Um, I'm. I don't have it in my notes, so uh, I'm not looking through my notes to see it. I'm just trying to remember. Um, it was a dude. It was a dude. All right. Uh, it wasn't the Enchantress. I had like a 99% chance <laughs> when I said it was a dude because there's 1%. Um, I'm going to go with the Executioner. <gasps> no. Dang it. It was the Wrecker. The Wrecker. Yeah. I think we're, I don't, we, we'll have to re-listen to these to see what our tally is, but uh, I got it wrong today. You got it right. Uh, yeah. Even though you didn't get the second part, you got the first part. Yeah. So yeah. you remember the name I'm of good, the drink. I'm good at the half points. And, <laughs> um, well, that's it for the show. Yeah. Um, thank guys, you for listening. Yeah, if you guys have any questions, remember you can reach us on Facebook, questions. on Twitter. You can send us an email at jnjdoodd at gmail. Yep. Um, the Twitter is uh, the same thing, I think. Um, JJ do DD podcast that I think, or is it at JJ do DD? It's been a while since I looked at it, but I'm pretty. If you go to Twitter and you search uh, J and J do DD, you should find it. And then same with Facebook, just go ahead and search Joshua and Jamie do Daredevil and it'll pop up. Yeah. Make sure you like the page, you'll get some information, you can leave some questions there. But other than that, though, 50 issues down, we got. Roughly uh, six hundred and fifty to go, isn't it? Oh yeah. no, five hundred and fifty. Well, go. yeah, but but we got some nice side stories too. Oh, we've, we've got, got a lot some, of side stories. Yeah, we've got some more cameos and a uh, whole whole bunch of good stuff. Yeah, mini series. So much more to do. Yeah. Some graphic novels in there. Um, thank you. If you've been listening on iTunes and you want to leave a rating, then that would be great as well. Uh, if not, um, then thank you for listening. And uh, and I am Joshua. I am Jamie. And, and we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil. 50 issues worth. Whoa. Whoa.